Today's podcast is sponsored by Jack Frost Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Philadelphia police said a man died Wednesday while in their custody. According to investigators, officers responded to the Rite Aid parking lot on the 4600 block of North Broad Street at about 520 in the evening. When they arrived, they saw a crowd around uh, of people near a shirtless 28-year-old man who was lying on the ground between two parked cars. Officers said they received information that Narcan had been administered to the man by a pharmacist before their arrival. While investigating, the man became increasingly agitated, screaming and hitting the cars in the ground with his body. Police said officers struggled to place the man in handcuffs, and during the struggle, a 31-year-old male officer hit the man in the face with a closed fist. The man was then placed in handcuffs and taken to Albert Einstein Medical Center, police said. On the way to the hospital, the man became unresponsive, (coughs) and attempts to resuscitate him were unsuccessful. New Philadelphia Police Commissioner Danielle Outlaw commented, saying any loss of life brings pain, sadness, and questions for all involved. We will conduct a thorough, complete, and objective investigation. At present, because the encounter involved an application of force. The involved officer has been placed on administrative duty status as the investigation proceeds. The body of a missing South Carolina girl was found Thursday and a man's body was discovered in the same small city where she vanished. Investigators say six-year-old uh, six-year-old Faye Svetlik, de- uh, her death is being treated as a homicide and this comes four days after the little girl was last seen getting off her school bus in Case, a suburb of the state's capital, Columbia. No arrests have been made and investigators did not indicate whether they have identified any persons of interest in her death. The unidentified man's body was found during the search for the child. A new investigation is now underway for that case. Authorities did not say if the two deaths were connected. Investigators released an image Wednesday showing two vehicles known to be in the area where Faye was last seen. Case officials said tips helped them identify and locate the people in one of the vehicles. Police questioned the occupants of the SUV but did not release any specifics from what they learned. Officers did say they still need help identifying the people in the other car. Surveillance cameras captured what believed to be the last images of the first grader. They show her getting off the bus while wearing a black t-shirt with the word peace written on it. The FBI joined many of the other organizations going door to door and scouring any source for possible leads in this mysterious case. An Amber Alert was never issued for the young girl because investigators said they had no evidence that Faye was kidnapped. Ikea is hosting an in-store sleepover next month. Yeah! They're offering the chance to sleep in one of its stores. This is like, this is what I've been talking about for years, but with Target. Yeah. Uh, the sleepover will happen on March 13th in honor of World Sleep Day. 20 winners will be chosen from each uh, participating Ikea location. There's two of them. So one is in Brooklyn, New York. The other is in Costa Mesa, California. Son of a bitch. I Target, know, I see how Target could be fun for you, but Ikea was a, it's a whole yeah, other yeah, yeah. level, yeah. man. We had the long, for the longest time, we had a plan to do the largest game of hide-and-seek hide in and Ikea, which would be perfect because totally. it's built as a maze. Yeah. But uh, you're right, Preston. Ikea, uh, uh, sorry, Kathy, I know your affinity for her target, but, but Ikea would be... Would be no, listen, this would be yeah, fun, yeah. too. Yeah. To enter, uh, you need to be an Ikea family member. Winners will get to poke around the store after it closes, as well as have access to the Insomniac Lounge, with, which features ASMR, a silent disco, and several activities <laughs> to teach guests how to create a perfect sleep scenario. Ikea will also be hosting the Ikea After Dark Sleep Festival on February 22nd from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. in all of the stores nationwide. During 
during that festival, you can enjoy workshops and activities all dedicated to getting a better night's sleep as well as samples of the Swedish foods. I love that, mm-hmm. that they're helping people sleep. Well, like they that. need to do it here. They're only doing it in two locations. That's a that's a chip. Well, no, then I, on the 22nd, yeah, they're the 22nd. doing it nationwide. Yeah, oh, so nationwide. It, so hey! it's like, yeah, it's in the later afternoon and evening. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Flyers beat the Panthers last night in South Florida 6-2. to The Flyers scored three goals. The first period added another in the second and held off the Panthers' rally in the third before eventually putting the game away with two late goals. James Van Riemsdyk had three points in the win, and Carter Hart earned his first road win since November. The Flyers improved to 9-3-1 over their last 13 games. The road trip in Florida continues tomorrow afternoon with a game in Tampa and the, uh, against the Lightning, and the puck is scheduled to dock at 4 o'clock. St. Louis Blues defenseman Jay Bomeister is doing very well after suffering a cardiac episode on the bench during Tuesday night's game against the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, St. Louis GM Doug Armstrong reported he became unresponsive after he collapsed on the bench during the first period and medical personnel used a defibrillator to revive him. He checked up. Yeah, he remains in the hospital and is undergoing a battery of tests to determine what happened, although Armstrong classified the early results as very positive. And in golf, Tiger Woods started strong at Riviera Country Club after eagling his opening hole and making two more birdies over the first nine holes. Woods shot a 31 on the front nine. On the back nine, Woods cooled off a bit in the first round of the Genesis Invitational and settled for a score of 69. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome, and it is indeed uh, Valentine's Day. We have some special stuff planned today, but I, I, I have to point out something as I look across the uh, the board here. Somebody's got a little case of bedhead this morning. Yeah. I showered last night. Oh, you did? Okay. I'm sticking up everywhere. I picked my head up. I was like, what's wrong? No, you're fine, darling. Okay. You're you're quite you're quite all right. If if we're if we're the the new kids, he's not the new kids. He's the Donnie Wahlberg, right? Uh, Yeah. yeah. I had my hat on to start the show. I have my uh, I love this hat that we got at the camp out this year. This president's yeah, it's great. And so I had that, and then it was warm, and I took it off, and I was like, I don't know what it looks like. Uh, Now I know. Yeah, it does not look too good. No, that's all right. Looks good. A wild pony. Thank you. Uh, so we have we have several things in store. Have gel. We need to fix you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sure. We can find some. Uh, we have several things in store this morning. Uh, first and foremost, and we're going to do it fairly early. About an hour from now, we're going to get this underway. Uh, we have two people, two volunteers. We'll see if they. Hopefully, they'll make it in. They said they'll be here. We but don't you never, know. You never know with radio and and uh, live entertainment, but. Two people who have never, two adults who have never kissed anyone right. in their life. And uh, we thought it would be kind of nice to maybe turn somebody's life around a little bit on this Valentine's Day and uh, maybe steer them down the path. Maybe it's something that's just been, I don't know, some sort of a uh, uh, an obstacle in their life. And we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can just kind of get that out of the way. And we're doing it early because love can't wait. That's right. You're yeah. Exactly Love right. can't and wait. We're going to surround it with as much uh, romantic atmosphere as we can. Which and, uh, means dimming the lights. Uh, yeah, we'll dim the lights. We'll definitely do that. But we have a few other things planned, too. But we have two people, Sophie and Brandon, who will be here this morning. And their first kiss in their life God. is going to take place live on the air. I was, like, nervous about this last night. So I'm thinking, I remember my first kiss and, and the, uh, you know, the tension leading up to it, you know. Yeah. It was a big deal. It was. Yeah. And and I remember, and I've told you guys a story. It was Mine was, uh, I was in a, a treehouse. Yeah. And we were playing Truth or Dare. 
<laughs> and it was, uh, but it was, it was a, you, it was a real deal kiss. You and knew it was coming. I, well, yes, you suspected. I, I was hoping it you was had the coming. mechanism for it. Yeah, and, and I did as well. It was sort of a similar thing at a birthday party. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, yeah, so I ended up kissing Debbie Foley, and I'll never forget it. It was, it was really <laughs> awesome. I mean, I was, I was walking on clouds. Yeah, that. it was yeah. so great. So. Uh, we'll see if we can give some of that magic and beauty this morning on the air. We'll see. Maybe it'll fail miserably. It, well, if it's us, yes, it might fail miserably. But I have a feeling that love will triumph. I hope so. We have uh, professional kissers. They're kind of surrogates. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna do this for them, and then it's gonna be up to Sophie and Brandon to go out and find someone on their own to get into a relationship with. But this just might be the one thing they need to get past. There are all sorts of variables that are possible. Perhaps they click, and there's uh, maybe they start. Who knows? Who knows? We, we've we've put everything in place to help foster that along. Yep. So they'll be in. We'll do that, uh, like I said, about an hour from now. Also, our buddy uh, Paul Mercurio is going to be here. It'll uh, be his first kiss today, Preston. I'm so looking yeah. forward to that. Punchline Philly. He'll be there tonight and tomorrow. We have 500 bucks to give away with uh, Dr. Oz. Hopefully you watched yesterday. We'll do that in the 9 o'clock hour. And also, what I'd like to give away right now, at this very moment, early morning winning... I have a four-pack of tickets for Jurassic World Live, which is tomorrow at the Wells Fargo Center at 7 p.m. It's his touring arena show with some of the most iconic dinosaurs. I'll take caller number, uh, do, I, do I give away both of these? Sure. 18 and 19 at 215-263-WMMR. That is the number, and uh, that includes their their most popular, like I said, the Blue blue the Raptor, Triceratops. What did you do? Uh, no, I didn't blow the, the Raptor. It was Blue the Raptor. <laughs> blue, I guess, is the name of the Raptor. Sure, it is a family-friendly uh, event. Yeah. The Mighty T-Rex and so forth. Don't forget uh, about the Lickalotopus. Now through Monday at uh, the Wells Fargo Center. So we'll take those callers. Now at 215-263-WMMR. Go ahead and give us a call. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. I got a stack of entertainment stories and a stupid question to get to you when we return. And all the love you can handle oh on this my God. Valentine's Day. We'll be right back. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, with the stupid question this morning, I figured I'd pick a uh, a movie about love, about oh. romance and relationships, and uh, ask a question about that and give away our prize, of which we have a pair of movie tickets from Fandango. So, the question I have is about one of my favorite movies, uh, Say Anything. Great movie. In that movie, what does Diane give Lloyd when they break up? 215-263-WMMR. I'm sure you know the answer to that if you've seen the movie. You're so, saying which social disease? No, not oh. that. Uh, it's a little token <laughs> oh, oh. that she gives him. In Say Anything, what does <laughs> Diane give Lloyd when they break up? 215-263-WMMR. I'll go through some birthdays today. 
Friday, February 14th, and it is Hugh Down's birthday today. Wow. Former 2020 host, and Hugh Down is 99 Dear years God, old. Dear God, I thought he was dead. Yeah, nah, he's still I'm kicking. Hugh Down. He was very, very stoic. Yeah, I enjoyed... He'd be a nice guy. I enjoyed him, and uh, that's you know that was at the very beginning of 2020. and uh, He was reliable. Yeah, yeah. Consistent. 99 years old. Happy birthday today. God almighty. Teller's birthday today of Penn and Teller. Huh. Uh, he is 72 years old, Penn Gillette's uh, silent partner from Philadelphia, by the way. Uh, uh, again, another Renaissance kind of guy, an yeah. author. And, and it's funny when you hear him speak, it does throw you off. Uh, I'm going to, I'll be doing a stop off in Vegas this summer for a vacation that I'm taking with my daughter. Um, and I've, I've always wanted to see Penn and Teller. Yes. But I don't know if it's something that, that show that my daughter, she's, she'll be 13 at the time. I don't know if she'd get it. You know what I mean? And they, 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 I mean, the magic and the illusions and stuff should be pretty amazing. Yeah. I'd take her to it if you, if you're of a mind to do it. Let's see if she's interested in that. I do like the show, uh, Fool Us. It's great. So maybe I should show her that and then say, hey, want to go see those guys? <laughs> so he's 72 today. <clears throat> uh, Meg Tilly, the actress, movies like The Big Chill and Agnes of God, uh, sister of Jennifer Tilly. Does Meg Tilly uh, play poker as well? No, I don't think so. I don't Stratego. Know. I think uh, that's her game. Which one was in that movie, Moving Violations? I love that movie. That, that was Jennifer. Jennifer. That, Jennifer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Meg is uh, 60 years old today. Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20 turns 48 years old today, and they were on the poppier side of the alt thing. In fact, it was almost barely that, but alt radio did play it. Yeah, I, and there was a place for them. I yeah. enjoy, I enjoy I like it. Them. Yeah, good, sure. They're good hit pop rock songs. He had, a, uh, he had a career hit with Santana, right? Yeah, yeah big time. Smooth, great song. Give me your home, make it real. Oh, let's forget about it. Forget about it. Uh, he is... <laughs> 48 today. Carl Bernstein of Woodward and Bernstein fame broke the Watergate scandal. Who'd you think I was talking about? Well, so when I said, (laughs) give me a homemaker real. Well, let's get Carl Bernstein in. When you responded. Let's forget about it. I was thinking to myself, like, the other one, I think, is if I yell, Leonard, somebody else would go, Bernstein. And then it's 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 his birthday. It's Carl. Like, we went down an birthday. ugly, ugly path. We did. Yeah. But you know what? I think we're better for we're it. We're better Steve. for it. Yes. So you're saying if only Rob Thomas had been a part of the Watergate investigation, <laughs> things would turned out better. Carl Bernstein, son of of Ler- <laughs> Lloyd Bernstein or uh, Leonard Leonard Bernstein. <laughs> Lloyd Christmas. Not really. Yeah. Lloyd Christmas actually is his yeah. brother, but it all comes together. Uh, there's He's 76 years old. Today. And the hell with him, really. Uh, Michael Bloomberg, former mayor of New York City. Is he doing any commercials? He's, he's been, <laughs> I think I heard something yeah. recently. He's having a tough time making ends meet. Yeah. So he yeah, is really yeah, yeah. a heavy schedule. <laughs> Uh, he's 78 today. Uh, Alan Parker, the director, has directed a lot of stuff. Uh, the Wall, Pink Floyd's The Wall. Which I love. If you yep. haven't seen it in a long time, I watched it recently. It's it's just great. Yeah. Midnight Express, Steve. Yes, a really, that. really funny movie you were talking about. <laughs> you are talking about the great John Cusack comedies of the uh, 80s and 90s. Yeah, just so funny. You guys ever seen Midnight Express? Is that with uh, Charles Grodin? And, uh, no, that's Midnight Run. Midnight no, Run. This is about the uh, Turkish prison. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty intense movie. Uh, he also did Fame, The Commitments, which I love. Yeah, uh, Mississippi Burning, Evita. Uh, he is seventy six today. Uh, Simon Pegg, the actor, we oh. love that guy. He's been here before. Uh, Star Trek. He took over the role of uh, Scotty and uh, and great- wrote. 
does a great job with it. Yeah, Moat. R- r- he wrote screenplays for those movies. <laughs> I thought you said Moat. I'm yeah. like, I don't know that character. He played Moat, who has uh, nine penises. Wow. <laughs> I, we need to introduce uh, him to Octopus. Uh, oh He's God. got one new he'd, he'd go, she's not my type. There's uh, always one penis that I can't use. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, she's yeah. got a mouth, dude. <laughs> I, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yep, maybe they're a perfect couple. Uh, Mission Impossible movies as well. And uh, it's his 50th birthday today. Super talented. And then the last birthday I saw is an actor named Freddie Highmore. And Freddie was Charlie in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Uh, also Finding Neverland and uh, The Good Doctor and a bunch of other movies. Was, uh, August Rush, I think, is the name of that was movie. Was that him? Yeah, I yeah. Think I'm pretty sure that's him. He is 28 years old today. Whoa. Yeah, he, I know. He, and he plays, the, uh, he plays the autistic doctor, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, so happy birthday to Freddie Highmore. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning and say anything. What does Diane give Lloyd when they break up? 215-263-WMMR to Glenn we go. Hey, Glenn, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Glenn, what does Diane give to Lloyd when they break up? A pen. Yes, a pen. A pen. Hang on, Glenn. A pledge pen. Since you got it right, we got a prize for you, man. Four-pack of movie tickets from Fandango. Everybody loves a trip to the movies. And uh, don't get stuck in line for sold-out show on Valentine's Day. I'd prefer a pencil. Reserve your seats with Fandango now and feel the love. Head to Fandango.com slash get tickets, by the way. A Ticonderoga number two. All right. It's all about love today. And uh, what a lovely guy. We're going to start with Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah. But we love the fact that this is getting close to wrapping up. Okay. So Harvey's legal team told jurors Thursday that prosecutors in his rape case were acting like Hollywood producers creating a world where women are not responsible for their interactions with men. Uh, His lawyer, Donna Rotono, urged jurors to ignore outside forces and use their, quote, New York City common sense, weighing the case. Uh, She challenged the stories of his six accusers who took the stand and said the prosecutors were subtly making the argument that adult women don't have the common sense to decide what parties they attend, the men they flirt with, the hotel rooms they go to, the airplane tickets they accept. She argued that prosecutors unfairly portrayed Weinstein as an overweight monster and showed nude photos of him to the jury only to shame him. I want to see how quickly that walker goes away once everything is fully wrapped up. Yeah. It'd be With, like Willy Wonka in the yeah, beginning of yeah. the... Uh, yeah. uh, Rattuno continued uh, saying, arguing that the prosecutors failed to make a persuasive argument and told them to ignore their gut. The district attorney's... She said, the district attorneys have failed to make their case beyond a reasonable doubt. And on behalf of Mr. Weinstein, we are imploring uh, that you tell them that by ruling not guilty. You may have had a gut feeling that Harvey Weinstein was guilty. Throw that gut feeling uh, right out the window. Uh, Alluding to criticism she has received for her support of Weinstein and remarks that were perceived as victim blaming, she urged them to make the right decision, even if it wasn't popular. She said, you need to show that here in New York City, in the United States of America, we don't cave to pressure. The time to do the right thing is now. Huh. Uh, uh, what have we learned during this whole thing? We've learned that he has basically a mangina, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That, right? That, that was right, that he that. was also injecting erectile dysfunction uh, medication. medication directly into himself. He had a horrible smell. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He oh, smells man. gross. Right. Yep. yep that his yep. MO with most women was the same. The same. Yeah, the bathrobe. Yep. 
uh, that whole thing. And so. that he's disgusting. Yeah. Yep. We've learned all these things. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> it's a little heavy. Uh, Manhattan Assistant District Attorney Joan Eluzzi is set to give her closing arguments for the prosecution on, uh, well, today, actually. A trial will not be in session on Monday for the holiday. Uh, Judge James Burke expects to give the jury its instructions Tuesday the 18th, after which they will deliver their decision. You know what? That's kind of a cool last-minute Valentine's thing to do. Take your special someone to those court yeah. You go to it. Yeah, yeah, why not? See what real love is. Oh, my God. You got tickets. Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are exploring all of the options in their post-royal life. Oh, we're doing yeah. Oh, Canada. Oh, now they're in the United States, right? Aren't they? Aren't oh, they are house they hunting in uh, L.A.? Yeah. We last heard. Yeah. After uh, reports emerged that Harry has been setting up a series of lucrative talks with Goldman Sachs, a report from today emerged that the pair are in talks with Stanford University as well. They are also, they put their names in for the new American Gladiators, Preston. Okay. We're doing California Dreaming? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure uh, out the right music for these guys. A uh, palace source said uh, they attended a brainstorming session over several hours with pros- uh, professors and academics at the college on Tuesday to help them with their ongoing work to establish a new charitable organization. Uh, They reportedly met with Stanford to discuss the new charitable organization that uh, they want to launch. So they're trying to figure out what they want to do. I'm kind of sick of them at this point. Mm. Enough. Uh, This is great. Orlando Bloom shared his fancy new tattoo on Instagram. (laughs) As he excitedly informed fans, the new ink featured a thin black line and a series of numbers across his arm. And it was code for his son, Flynn. Quite literally, he wrote, it's Flynn in Morse code <laughs> and his date of birth and time. However, something got lost in translations. A translation fan said, if the Morse code is supposed to spell out Flynn, then there's a mistake, one follower wrote. The tattoo appears to read, Frin. Frin. <laughs> Frin. Uh, another dot before the Y would fix it. Others did note. Okay. Uh, Bloom's, uh, Bloom, Bloom's tattoo artist, uh, cop to the error, writing a beautiful reminder for Orlando Bloom of his son. And yes, a dot is missing. We know it will be fixed. So they're going to, they're going to doctor it. Anything like this, whether it be some sort of Chinese proverb or something written in another language or Morse code. Really spend some time with it before you commit it to your skin. Well, this is it. an easier fix, but Jesus. I mean, Steve, all of it. It's not just Morse code or anything written in another yeah. language, even in Geo Party. Yes. I follow, there's a the Instagram, Sucky Tattoos. It yeah. happens. I mean, now no regrets is like people get that done on purpose. <laughs> on yeah, purpose. Yeah, 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 no regrets. Uh, Bloom shares Flynn with his ex wife, Miranda Kerr. He is engaged to Katy Perry, and he has said that they plan to have more children together. Katy Perry. Avengers Endgame leads the 2020 Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award nominations with 11. Uh, Taylor Swift follows with five, and Frozen 2, Henry Danger, and Lil Nas X with four each. Uh, Grammy winning Chance the Rapper has been tapped to host the event. Did he host it last time? I don't know. Yeah. Not sure. Uh, The show honors kids' favorite stars across film, TV, music, sports, and more. Uh, The show will air live on Nickelodeon Sunday, March 22nd at 7.30 p.m. Uh, I think think the last time they did those, Preston, they did them on the beach. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Uh, On the kids' TV side are a series of unfortunate events. 
All That, Bunked, Henry Danger, Power Rangers, Beast Morphers, and Raven's Home. Uh, favorite movie actresses nominees are Angelina Jolie, Brie Larson, Dove Cameron, Scarlett Johansson, Swift, and Zendaya. Favorite movie actor nom- movie actor nominees are Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Tom Holland, and Will Smith. Uh, this year's nod makes Smith the most nominated celeb in Kids' Choice Awards history with 29 nominations. So is he nominated for Aladdin? Must be. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that would be Kids' Choice (laughs) Awards. Yeah. Uh, John Cena, Da Baby. Oh, uh, yeah. Tiffany Haddish, uh, Holland Larson, Lizzo, and Megan the Stallion earned first-time noms this year. So I I know of Da Baby because of Da Baby's, um, this video that he does. I I love it because it's like you know he's he's, dan- baby. he's dancing down the street with a group of people and then all of a sudden these masked people come through the crowd and they do this cool little dance I'm like all right that's pretty cool I don't even I, I can't yeah. complain I, I I I dig the BTS video yeah, so yeah. Yeah, yeah I heard of the baby because my friend was down at the Super Bowl and the baby was performing <laughs> and she kept saying I'm going to see the baby and she's like I have no idea who it is she said she walked in and she was like oh no this isn't my scene and she left and went outside and sat in her car until the people she was with were finished she at didn't enjoy baby she didn't enjoy the baby no she didn't enjoy the baby by the way Steve uh, two nominations for BTS at the uh, Nickelodeon yeah, of course yeah. including uh, favorite global uh, music star. Oh, uh, what singular? Uh, star. Well, I guess they're okay, like, right, as right. the Asian nominee or whatever. So for the group. All right. Well, there. Uh, we'll find out how it all plays out when the award ceremony takes place. Um, Casey, do we have this audio? I know Steve sent it over. Billie Eilish released the theme song from James Bond's "No Time to Die." Uh, yesterday, yes, it's coming over in a second. Uh, the track, which shares its name with the film, was produced by Grammy the Grammy winner's brother Phineas and Stephen Lipson. Hans Zimmer and Matt Dunkley handed the orchestral arrangements, and Johnny Marr provided the guitar on this. Uh, Billy said in a statement, "It feels crazy to be a part of this in every way." Uh, to be able to score the theme song to a film that is part of such a legendary series is a huge honor. James Bond is the coolest film franchise to ever exist. Uh, she said, uh, well, the bad guy, she she will um, uh, perform the song live at the Brit Awards uh, this coming Tuesday, by the way. So here is a clip of that. It's nice and moody. I like that, which she does, yep. of course, and, and Bond is supposed to be. But I do like a little excitement in the, uh, yeah, a l- little bit, a little bit of bang. I know what you're but, talking about. Yeah. That's only a little bit of the song. There might be more to it. You know which one I really liked? Which one? Chris Cornell's. That's uh, great. Casino Royale. Oh my god, that was a great song. I know you. You're Pierre Robert. You're Pierre Robert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know my name. You know my you name. Know my you're name. Pierre Robert. Um, <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah. Of course, you know if you're talking about the, the outlandish, we talk about the, the Shirley Bat. Not outlandish, but <laughs> gold. Finger! I can't stop when you do it. Bro. <laughs> I know. Pretty girl. Um, though, 
musically, my favorite uh, is for Honor Majesty's Secret Service, which has a really kinetic, um, you know, a driving uh, soundtrack. Very cool. Okay. John Barry. There's no, in fact, there are no lyrics to that theme song. It's just uh, instrumental. Yep. Yeah. Did you like Skyfall? Do you like Adele? Uh, I love yeah, it. That's good. Yeah. That was, good. Yeah. That was and a this, cool tune. And this Billie Eilish song, I think, is right in the wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, yes. The only thing about that Adele one was that for some reason, every single time I got in my car, that was the first thing that played. If you remember, Preston, a few years ago, about a year ago or so, there was a guy who created a song that was called like A A A A A A A. So that uh, and it was so just, it's silent. Yeah, it, it, there was nothing to the song. So the the automatically the song plays the song's playing alphabetical order yeah. uh, uh, on your iPhone yeah and uh, yeah I know what you mean so when my daughter she plugs in when we get in the car together because we like to listen to songs on her phone and the first song that always comes up is Act Naturally from the Beatles it's a Ringo song <laughs> right yeah and so she plugs it in and I automatically start going I don't 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 and so it's become a thing now but I know what you're talking about yeah. So uh, that's why, like, that Skyfall, so because that always Adele always came you know, and it's uh, like... Oh, yours was coming up by artist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Speaking of Adele, have you seen pictures of her lately? Yes. No. Holy she looked hell. Uh, she looks great. What, 60 pounds off? Yeah. I mean, oh, she she lost a lot of weight. She looks she looks different. She doesn't look she like does, the same yeah. person. Oh, no kidding. Looks like Corey Feldman. That's a shame. I kind of like her big. No, I understand, yeah. but she's, she's pretty regardless, but she yeah. looks uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah, she does look good. All right, the mayor of Sparta, the ancient Greek city in the uh, Peloponnese, announced on Wednesday that Gerard Butler, who played King Le- uh, Leonidas in 300, will visit the town in March. Uh, Petros Dukas said that Butler will be a guest of honor in the festivities marking 2,500 years since the Battle of Thermopylae. I don't know. Uh, Thermopolis? You, thank you. Or Therm- Thermopylae. Right. So, so Preston, it's been about that same amount of time since 300 was released. Uh, but not only that, on March 14th, Butler will run in Sparta as a torchbearer huh. for the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games. Well, look at that. Because they have the torch go all around the world, oh, which yeah, is cool. Yeah. Thinking about how to get into a little better shape. Uh, speaking to Greek Reporter recently, Butler described 300 as the most intense and enjoyable movie he ever made. He said, it made me feel Greek. Uh, he revealed how he lobbied hard for the part and worked out every day. Uh, but the most interesting part of his remarks was at the tail behind the one line, this is Sparta. Uh, Butler said, I'd done quite a few takes, and most of them were, this is Sparta, said in a low, monotone growl. And it's part process and part insecurity, he said, maybe. And I said, can I just try another one? And the next take would be the often imitated scream uh, from director Zack Snyder's film. He said, and I turn around, and all my army are like this. He said, with his hand over his mouth, hiding laughter. He said they thought it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, really? When he, when he did the yelling version of it. Uh, Butler said that um, he went up to Zack and said, was that too much? And he goes, yeah, but it was awesome. And so, there you go. Great, great. The, no the, the clip of well, the movie. What so. you need to understand <laughs> is this is Sparta, laddie. And I'm going to kick you into this big hole. So it went on to uh, to be. Bring me some Slovakia. The big clip. You all right there, bud? And He's got down with something. What happened? Did you choke on some Spanakopita? <laughs> no, 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 no. So, um, I'm good. Some gyro? Some lamb's meat? <laughs> <laughs> some olives. This is a tradition here in Sparta. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Michelle, actress Michelle Trachtenberg shares a less fond memory Valentine's Day on Instagram. Uh, the Harriet the Spy star remembered always being left out. She Aww. said, no one ever gave me, um, it's an, oh, meaning uh, Valentine. No one ever gave me one, and they thought I didn't need the attention. The kids and the staff all laughed and thought everyone else should get one. Being an actress since I was three, apparently I didn't need one. The staff where? At school? Uh, this was, you know what it doesn't say. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming so. she in prison? No, I'm assuming oh. so. She said the kids were cool. Uh, there is no need to harp on the past, but I still have scars being thrown downstairs and slammed in the lockers. Head what front. the hell? Yeah. I write this to every child, teen, person out there who is bullied. You are something. Do not put your value in someone else. Not letting them win is your win. Were so. you ever, ever, ever overlooked in, uh, school on Valentine's Day, not getting a card or something? Um, no, not, not when we did that. Not when we did the whole, you know, everybody gives cards to everybody thing. But I remember uh, as, as getting a little bit older when we stopped doing that in like, you know, junior high and stuff. And, and I, I wanted a Valentine from somebody in particular and never really oh. got it. So Who was it? I would, well, I don't remember just, I just, I just remember that oh. being disappointed. So. I would always get a card for my Valentine. And, uh, I remember clearly, and he would give me a key to his apartment. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and he said, uh, and it was, and, and he was the janitor at the school. So pleasant yeah. memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I would throw up, I'd always get the best sawdust. Oh, Aww. that's great. <laughs> Jane Fonda told Elle Canada that she's done with plastic surgery. She said, I can't pretend that I'm not vain, but there isn't going to be any more plastic surgery. What's left to do? I'm not going to cut myself up anymore. It's uh, like she's wearing a stormtrooper's helmet. Uh, she said, I... <laughs> there's, no much, there's no more plastic to put in there. I have to work every day to be uh, self-accepting. It doesn't come easy to me. It's funny, in the movie that she's in that I love, uh, This Is Where I Leave You, uh, yeah. they really show off her boobs big time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's always wearing something really low cut. She clearly had, you know, breast implants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's hilarious to see that on her. But the 82-year-old added that uh, she works uh, by posting unflattering shots of herself on social media. She said, I post pictures of me looking haggard and once even with my tooth out. Uh, so, But she says no more. She has a removable tooth? Plastic surgery. Yeah, I guess so. Huh. You get to end your 80s. Chad, sorry, you got several. Like, uh, a, like a meat tooth. Removable teeth. No. Like a Gary Lauer. Uh, yeah, exactly. Her jam yeah, was her jam. Jane Fonda's jam. Yeah. There you go. That's a band name right there. Uh, Survivor may have moved on from the Me Too controversies of season 39, but contestant Kelly Kim is working with Time's Up uh, to make sure CBS follows through with the changes it promised. Uh, As fans may recall, uh, contestant Dan Spilo was accused of inappropriately touching Kim while she received an apology from longtime host Jeff Probst and the network pledged to make sure that it never happened again. She tells the L.A. Times she is dedicated to make sure that they, quote, remember what happened to make sure that this never happens? Was that dude kicked again. off the show? Uh, yeah, he was, oh, yeah. if I recall correctly. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I wonder how much. So they're, they're always being surveilled, obviously. Yeah. So they're off in these various camps. But uh, you know, who knows how extensive the security is? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Brian Cox, great actor. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't watch Succession, but he's on there. He plays a, uh, a character called Logan Roy. And I guess it's his, I guess he's a, a bit of a douchebag because he opened up about playing his alter ego. He said uh, to Deadline about playing the ruthless media mogul and patriarch. He said, this guy I've been playing has now become my alter ego. I just used the bastard side of my personality. <laughs> yeah, he's he is. That's like a perfect 
uh, word to use. He's a bastard. Yeah. Uh, The irony is, he said, that I'm now saying what I think, which I never used to do. I tell people to F off. He said there was this incident that happened to me uh, when I was in L.A. with Rosanna Arquette. I was there at a Me Too evening with uh, Ronan Farrow. It was a very serious evening. And afterwards, I was suddenly surrounded by a group of women and one or two of them, maybe three, said quietly with their cameras, would you tell us to F off, please? <laughs> and I said, is that really appropriate? A white dinosaur like me? Uh, and it's kind of stirred the pot, he said, which is uh, what you want drama to do. So he goes around telling people to F off when they ask him to I do it. I guess it's kind of an, uh, an honor. Like being, it used to be the same way with a Don Rickles. You'd want him to insult you. Right. Yeah. Right. He yeah. says that a lot. In the, in the yeah, show. Yeah. F off? <laughs> yeah. Uh, one last story, uh, Shazam actor Zachary Levi, which on a side note, by the way, I've, I, I loved that movie the first time I, I've seen it. Now it's, it's on cable on repeat and I, it's such a fun movie. It is a fun it, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great, man. Uh, Zachary Levi officially announced a new film project with Lionsgate called Undercover starring Cole Sprouse. Uh, the film is a music-driven family comedy set to begin in April, so maybe that's something we will what, look forward to. What seeing. about Shazam too? Or any, exactly, any... Levi. Uh, there's got to be right. It on, was, uh, it was great. Yeah, on IMDb, Steve, which is not always reliable, but there's apparently an untitled Shazam sequel for 2022. Okay. So I wonder if they're going to take that from exactly where they left off that last movie with the the, the worm creature and the. Uh, in the prison cell, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would think so because right? they they wouldn't have put it in there, you know, if they weren't planning on doing right. something with it. I would think. I but, mean, is he uh, part of the Justice League? I uh, I don't think so. I you're asking the wrong guy. DC's not my territory. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't ever remember him in uh, like Super Friends or anything like that. So right, right. maybe you and know, but but the comics might be completely different. He's very powerful. He, he is, is very he's powerful. way up there. He's, he's formidable yeah. to uh, Superman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chuck D'Amico had a dog named Shazam, and that I think Superpowers? is a, is a great dog. Name. That is a great name. It is. Wow. All right. Uh, movies open this weekend. It's a Friday, so we got to let you know what you can get out and see this uh-huh. weekend. I have a few titles. These could be Valentine's movies, Preston. You know what? There's definitely a romantic one in here. Stirring. And we'll begin with the romance. There is a film called The Photograph opening uh, today, and it is a romantic film. It's uh, directed by Stella Maggie. Look at that. That's a picture of my D. Uh, no, that's oh. not what the photograph is. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Uh, it stars uh, Issa Rae, Lakeith Stanfield, Chelsea Peretti, Rob Morgan, and Courtney B. Vance. It's about huh. a woman who falls in love with a journalist while researching her mother's early life. It is PG-13. It's an hour and 46 minutes long. There's no score for it yet on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, also opening this weekend is Fantasy Island. I haven't even seen clips for this yet. And there's probably a good reason for that. Yeah. Uh, this but is a Bloomhouse thing, right? It's a so Bloomhouse. Like... So they take the... Um, the in- and people forget the original series had a slightly a dark a- yeah. angle Sinister. to it. Occasionally, people would go and, and learn things about themselves they did not want to learn. Oh, yeah. This takes it apparently to the, you're going to learn horrific things. What's Bloomhouse? A horror, horror production company. They're they're well known for. I think they did the Conjuring case. Yeah, think about uh, Upgrade. Uh, also, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, press. Remember, they just find like really cool ways to kill people. So, okay. by the uh, way, the, the new Invisible Man movie is a, I believe, is a Blumhouse as well. Okay. And Lee Wanell is the writer director of it. You talk about Upgrade. So, Fantasy Island is under the horror genre, according to this report. It's directed by Jeff Wadlow. 
Uh, it stars Lucy Hale, Maggie Q, uh, Charlotte McKinney, Michael Pena, and others. And uh, Mr. Rourke makes the secret dreams of his guests come true at his luxury resort. But when the fantasies begin to turn into nightmares, the island's visitors must solve its mysteries in order to escape alive. Mm-hmm. Rated PG-13, hour and 40 minutes long, and there's no score for it as of yet. Uh, and then the last movie opening this weekend that I saw, Sonic the Hedgehog. It's an adventure and family film directed by Jeff Fowler, stars Jim Carrey, James Mardson, Ben Schwartz, and others. And it's about Sonic and his new best friend, a human named Tom, as they try to stop the evil Dr. Robotnik from capturing Sonic in order to use his powers for world domination. Rated PG, it's an hour and 39 minutes. As of uh, press time, when this was released, it had a 70% score at Rotten Tomatoes, which ain't too bad. Yeah, wow. we were talking uh, before Preston about how when they first released the initial trailer for this, they tried to make Sonic look a little bit more like an actual animal, yeah. and people freaked. So they redid um, like 80% of the CGI, made him look like the Sonic we remember from the game, which I loved. And um, and again, I'm surprised it's getting these kind of reviews. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see how this turns out. But that opens this weekend. So maybe something for you to go see. Take a date on Valentine's Day today. We shall see. Oh, we haven't done the clips. Oh! Let's get to them. We're going to leave with one from Fantasy Island. Uh, it has the difficult task of pleasing both fans of the original TV show and fans who are new to the material. In this clip, Maggie Q discusses how the movie will balance both sides. I think that across the board, we've owed properly kind of to the property that existed. And then I think that within that world, we created something that's that's new. So whether you know it or not, you don't need to have that familiarity with the title to be able to enjoy what it is that we've created. Thing sucks. Uh, of course, Fantasy Island hits theaters today. I already said that. All right, next clip comes from another movie we just spoke about. Jim Carrey's portrayal of Dr. Ivo Robotnik is getting rave reviews. In this clip, Jim talks about what makes Sonic the Hedgehog villain such an expressive character. He is analogous to a lot of the insane ego that's running us all different kinds of realms of life. Uh, The greed, the avarice, the self-centeredness. He hates society because he wasn't nurtured. He wasn't loved. He hates the world because the world abandoned him. Uh, Let's go with this. (laughs) Sign of the Hedgehog opens today, by the way. You know, it's funny, you forget about, or at least I do, um, movies that, that a young Jim Carrey was in. And yesterday, I was watching, I was just flipping through the channels, and Peggy Sue Got Married was on. That's right. I totally forgot he was in that. Yeah. Completely, 100%. He was one of the goofy friends of Nick Cage's character in that movie. Do you remember that movie he did with Lauren Hutton where she was a vampire? Once bitten. Once bitten. It was was actually, Steve, yesterday, I'm going through the guide on on Xfinity, and I see Once Bitten. And so the, the description of the movie comes up at the bottom of the screen. And the only star's name in it was Lauren Hutton. I'm like, Jim Carrey was the male lead in that, and it didn't even say it in it. But he was, he had to have been 20 yeah. years old yeah. when that movie that. came out. He was in Earth Girls Are Easy as well. I uh, played like one of those uh, really? alien guys. And then also, wow. do you remember a movie called Deadpool with uh, Clint yes. Eastwood? No, that was The Deadpool. The Clint Eastwood, yeah. yeah, and that's where the uh, "Go Ahead, Make My Day" line comes from. Yeah, and he's he's like a, a quote heavy metal star making a video in that yeah. song. I yep. think yeah. Deadpool comes from one of the Dirty Harrys, but I, th- I yeah. they, they might have used it again. Is that is that is that a Dirty Harry Deadpool? Yeah, it is. Yes. 
It's it's where the go ahead make my day line comes from. Huh. And it was it was not a good movie. It was yeah. not a good uh, uh, Dirty Harry, but but that's Harry Callahan, yeah, uh, in the Deadpool. Uh, so yeah, in fact, it says here. Did we pull up the description? Inspector Dirty Harry Callahan must stop a sick secret contest to murder local celebrities, which includes himself as a target. Wow. Yeah. Or you know what? Maybe maybe hard target was it? No, that wasn't. Uh, that's with Jean Claude Van Damme. That's Jean Claude Van Damme. But so it, so so Eastwood has everything. He has the red uniform on with the swords and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He has all kinds of funny lines. It's hilarious. <laughs> In fact, there's a scene where he cuts his own hand. Oh off. my god! Yeah. Look at my legs are super <laughs> tiny. Ooh, look at I have a baby penis. <laughs> Uh, All right, so he first said it in Sudden Impact. Sudden Impact. That's right. Yes. Oh, I appreciate yes. that. And My then, bad. Yeah. Right. But, but he, uh, yeah, the Deadpool was one of the Dirty Harry movies. How many Dirty Harry movies were there? There were 31. Yeah, okay. There was uh, Dirty Harry Spring Break was the final <laughs> one. <laughs> I want to say rub some lotion on me. <laughs> there were at least four. There might have been five. There was a horrible movie that called The Gauntlet, in which he plays a drunken version of like a. Dirt. Remember this? But it wasn't, it wasn't Harry. It Ca- wasn't Harry Callahan. Callahan. No. But yeah, I remember. I, yeah, it had its moments. It was cheesy. <laughs> yeah. There's a scene at the end, and we kid you not, where he the is whole town. In, yeah <laughs> lines up on both sides of the street for some. Get this now. Tell me what is wrong with this plan. Yeah. Okay. The super reinforced bus that he's on is taking this hooker to testify against a, a politician. So he's got to get her to the courthouse. Get her to the courthouse. That's yeah. it. So, so let enough? me put this in your mind. Okay. On both sides of the street, <laughs> as this is going down the middle of the street, are people on each side with machine guns and guns shooting. <laughs> What's the inherent problem with that plan? Yeah. I think uh, you, know, bit of you, you run the risk of maybe shooting and killing the people on the other side of the street. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a good plan. <laughs> and the fact that an entire town Everybody. is watching as this bus is rolling down the street There's being riddled with bullets. What's going on on Main yeah. Street? All right, but anyhow, uh, that's the entertainment report for today. Uh, we're going to take a break because we've got this whole scene uh, being put together as we speak. I, Love. I, I saw our, our our virgin kissers out in the uh, the Xfinity Lounge waiting to come in here. I've seen our uh, actual uh, professional kissers. They're going to help them out. We have a music accompaniment, live music accompaniment that is set up in the corner here. It's romantic. It's we like, have, don't you feel the, the feel Cupid here? We've got hearts <laughs> on the walls, and uh, yeah, we're setting the stage. With like the tarp and the red tape behind it. Well, we're trying not to look at that part. I know, I'm but just saying. I did see the sun for a moment, and then it went away. We were getting a nice, nice orange glow here in the studio, but... We're going to do our best to to set the stage for a romantic moment as uh, two people have their first kiss ever live on the air. We're honored that they're they're ready to share this yeah. moment with us. We consider them friends, yeah. and we want to help finesse them into the second chapter of their lives. Yeah, Sophie and Brandon are uh, the two that are coming in here in a little bit. So we, we're going to do that next. Yes! We're going to take a break and come back, and uh, we're going to let love bloom, hopefully. Or at least just get the first kiss out Some of the way. Exactly. We're going to take a break and be back in just a moment. More guests, more stuff coming up. You want me to give the way this? Now, case yeah. I got a four pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Fishing Show. Now that's romance. Absolutely. We'll take call at number eight two one five two six three WMMR February twenty first to twenty third Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks Saltwater and Fresh Trout to Tuna. You can visit phillyfishingshow.com and also Casey's going to be there Saturday the twenty second between noon and two. So you'll stop by and see him. Call at number eight. You get the passes. We'll be right back. Press 
Jason and Steve's Cardboard Classic from 93.3 WMMR and Pacifico Beer. Friday, March 6th at Jack Frost Mountain, where the snow comes first. The sled-deemed Best Design scores a $2,000 cash prize. The Best Live Life Anchors Up theme scores $500 and beer for a year from Pacifico. Sprint has $500 for the fastest sled. There's $300 for the coolest Jose Cuervo-themed sled. And somewhat of a gag gift for Preston and Steve's favorite fail. Mandatory sled registration through March 1st at WMMR.com. For the MMR VIP lift ticket pre-sale, the sooner you buy, the less you pay. Through February 23rd, lift tickets are just 10 bucks. While supplies last at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic at Jack Frost Mountain. Sponsored by Chorus Photography and Sprint. Brighter future for all. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So here we are, Valentine's Day. It's You can feel the love in the air. Hopefully you have someone in your life today. If not, that's okay too. Yes. Uh, but uh, we love you. Remember that. Yes. Just not in that way. No, but we can we for can. the right amount of money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you know what? We, we, we had a nice discussion last week about uh, first kisses and uh, how well we remember them and how important they are in your life. Yeah. And uh, you, you, know, had a, you had a great one? Yeah, I had a wonderful one. I had a one. great one? Yeah. And it, now some people don't have great first no. kisses. In fact, some some of them can be disastrous. I would say whoever kissed Harvey Weinstein. Probably oh, a, disastrous a disastrous first kiss. Yeah. And I said mine. I was really, really nervous. And then after I did it, I was like, what the hell was I so nervous about? That was not a big deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it does happen. but uh, and, and maybe that's part of the, re- the reason why some people wait so long to have their first kiss. The nervousness or the, or the fear that it's going to go bad or I don't know. Uh, so we we started talking about it, and we got responses uh, from people from adults who have never kissed anyone in their lives. Yeah. And we said, you know what, we could uh, we could maybe uh, have a couple people come in, and we can get that first kiss out of the way. And then as we started to uh, you know kick around these ideas, we started having some other uh, you know uh, inspirations that would uh, make us create the proper environment for this and one of them was to bring some live music into the studio while we do this so before we meet our kissers who are here our kissing virgins yeah uh we would like to welcome Josh and Haley here yeah. who are going to give us some musical accompaniment and they they've planned a couple of special songs so uh, I thought we should lead with a, a little bit of a romantic song just to get us in that mood. It's all about the mood, Preston. Uh, yeah. So, Josh and Haley, let's let's hear a little bit of music. Get it really close to the microphone, please. There we go. Cupid, draw back your bow and lay your arrow go straight to my lover's heart for me. Yeah, for me. bother you but i'm in distress there's danger of me losing all of my happiness for i love a girl who doesn't know i exist in this you can fit so cupid draw back your bow and lay your arrow go straight to my lover's heart for me Please hear my cry and let 
And there's... Yeah! Now we got the proper mood. You, you actually got up and started dancing, Preston. I did. did you I saw you flailing your arms. My arms yeah. It was unbelievable. I just couldn't help it. Good you guys got to keep watching me, guys. I'll give you the cues. All right. Uh, so there, by the way, they're going to be performing uh, at, uh, you can find them all over the area, but they're going to be playing tomorrow night at uh, Scanlon's Saloon in Maniung from 9 p.m. till midnight. Uh, so we thank them for being here, and we're going to get some more music out of them as we go through this. Mood is an essential part of the whole thing. Honestly, if you can have when you have your your kiss, and we're talking not your your kissing, you know, Aunt Dolly, a kiss, that yeah. that connection to someone, that whole thing. Mood is such a big part of it, and that's why we tried to set the mood here with this music. Marissa is has dressed the studio a little bit, yes, and the little flourishes. Things we're going to try to do this in an incremental way to maximize the kissitude. Yeah, uh, Casey, give me some light uh, love music here as we uh, as five we... finger death punch. Uh, that'd be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? Though, uh, no, there you go. That's perfect. Uh, we're going to meet our contestants, find out what they're all about, or who and who they are, and what they're all about. Uh, let's start with a phone call that we received when we initially talked about this on the air. This is Sophie who yeah. is here this morning. Hey, Sophie, how you doing? I'm good. So, so you gave us a call, and uh, we had, uh, you know, we were just asking who hadn't ever kissed anybody who happens to be an adult. How old are you, by the way? I'm 21. You're 21 years yeah. old. All right, and uh, so I, I assume you've never had a boyfriend then, if you've no. never kissed anybody, no. really, and. Why do you think that is? Why? Because uh, you know uh, you're cute. And- you are. Yeah. You're you're adorable. You. Yeah. Um, I probably just kind of thought like, oh, I'll get around to it later. And yeah. Then- in high school, I was like, oh, I'm going to get around to it later. In college, get around to it later. And Are you a serious student by any chance? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that's very time-consuming. Yes, and sometimes it, it gets at, away from you. Yeah, I'm looking at you, and, and, I, and I couldn't help but sort of feel like this is by your choice. It, because <laughs> I feel like at any point, at any time, like mm-hmm. you... you you're probably. pretty. She's yeah. pretty. That's yeah. why I say it's not like we have some hideous people in the studio. Yeah. She's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah, it's mostly just busy with school. I don't really have time to do anything. And then uh, Preston had had put out the suggestion when we were talking initially when we had that whole conversation. A lot it's for a lot of people it is exactly that. Mm-hmm. Life gets in the way and you don't have time to do that. So, yeah. but it's it's uh, you didn't impress us as someone who was like, "Oh my god, this is a disaster." It's like when it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and and uh it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been longing for it, though? Have you been curious uh, about it? Yeah, on and off. Yeah. Like, I'll go through times and be like, eh, maybe soon, and then I'll be like, nah, I'm busy. Okay. <laughs> what about what about nervousness? Does that play into it at all? Uh, a little bit. Like, after partway through high school, you're just kind of like, uh, okay, like... When, when you hang with your friends, are, are your friends in a similar situation, or do they have... Uh, relationships and boyfriends and whatever uh, girlfriends yeah, or yeah, yeah. They do. okay all right so you know like I, I knew somebody who was with a girl who she had kissed people mm-hmm. but she wasn't very um uh well versed in in other things right mm-hmm. and that oral. ended up it, well no all of it Steve oh, I mean yeah. uh, you know hand oral all that sort of <laughs> stuff and but she was a little bit older and it really. It, it, it played a part in, in all that sort of because she was second-guessing everything. She was nervous. Ah. She wasn't doing it right and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So I'm sure at a certain point for you, you're like, yeah. oh, man, I'm, I'm well behind the curve here. It's like it's like going into a test that you mm-hmm. haven't studied for. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I figured I'd get out of the way. Got to do it at some point. Yeah. Yes. Because that's yeah. it. Honestly, 
a lot of it is what you think it is. It's like flying a plane. You could probably fly most major airliners without much coach. Right, Preston? <laughs> right, sure. There's, yeah, I mean, yeah, you've yeah. seen movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you pull back on the throttle and there's a couple of dials there. You just got to go for it. <laughs> practically flies You itself. could practically flies it. John Travolta told us that, Gabby. <laughs> Where do you go to school, by the way, Sophie? Temple. You go to Temple. And yes. what are you studying? Uh, physics. Oh, you are a very serious perfect. person. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Excellent. Well, w- thank you for sharing your story. And then we're going to meet Brandon, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Brandon, how you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good. Brandon came dressed for love in his Iron Maiden t-shirt this morning. <laughs> hey, listen. I think it's a perfect match. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you're right. You're right. Who, who he gets to kiss yeah. in uh, just a little bit. How old are you, Brandon? Uh, 20 years old. You're 20 years old. And um, wh- what do you do? Are you a student as well? So I went to a vocational school okay. and took up electric, and okay. I started working my 11th grade summer, and uh, then worked all the way through 12th grade, and then worked in an electric company for like two, three years. So you've been busy. Yeah. You, you, you got into your career, mm-hmm. and that's obviously consumed. Because, again, you're a nice-looking guy. You're, you're, you're conversive. We were talking before we came on the air. It's not like you, you, you're seriously awkward. Steve, look how adorable he is. I, and I, and I, I, like, I want to tweak your... I mean, <laughs> cheeks like nobody's Look at how it wouldn't kind, be the first time. <laughs> look at how kind his eyes are. I, I, I and Kath, look he's, at he's really looking into this. I know. I'm looking at him, and you look like you're a gentle soul. Have you ever uh, lashed out in anger ever in your entire Have you ever life? Killed a kitten? Have you ever killed a kitten? <laughs> I mean, I used to work in construction, so there has been times where you 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 get like. Angry, yeah, exactly. It's normal, <laughs> yeah. But and I mean, so you uh, I, you probably channel out your angst through the music you listen to, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, you're, again, you're. Uh, uh, I think in both these cases, both of you, you just have had very active lives. You've been distracted by that. Do you feel that there's, as Casey described, that this you're behind the curve, or do you take Sophie's angle uh, on it that it'll happen when it happens? Kind of mixture of both. Okay. To be honest with you. All right. Are you? Uh, I ask this and seriously. So, are, 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 seriously, are you a little embarrassed about the fact that you haven't kissed anybody until? I'll be now? honest. Yes. Okay. Yeah. How yeah. about you, Sophie? Uh, not really. No, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> She's a physicist, for Christ's sake. I know. I know. Uh, well, listen. I totally understand that. I remember at the time when I and, and I was younger than you were, but I remember I felt behind the curve because yeah, me other too. people had kissed and I yeah. had not done mm-hmm. it. The truth of the matter, Preston, as we discussed this. You're one of many, many people who think they're the only one. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the truth of the matter is you're not. No. You're, right, in, yeah. you're in plenty yes. of company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So here, here's my question for both of you guys. because And, and I'm a little nervous now because I have... Uh, you're going to have to kiss me. No, Steve. I have uh, two kids in seventh and eighth grade. And it's like almost this rite of passage around that, that time where you have kissing parties. I mean, essentially... Kids design ways and reasons to, like, practice this stuff on each other, whether yeah. it be through spin the bottle or truth or dare or, or whatever it is. How did all of the, that time uh, elude both of you guys? Well, uh, we go, go one at a time. Sophie, okay. go ahead. I guess, like, I just got really lucky during truth or dare. Like, <laughs> I was... <laughs> you won every goddamn game. Yeah, that's much. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. You're so adorable. You're, <laughs> yes, you are. How about you, Brandon? I've been to a ton of parties, and there's never been any, like, spin the bottle or any games like that. Not on the construction sites? No. No, <laughs> no. no spin the bottle? No, no spin the rivet? You, you act like everybody played that. I never played those games. No? No. Yeah, no? Uh-uh. No, I, I to be honest, there were very few of those yeah. when I was uh, growing up. We, we, Kathy, I'm sure you and I both did the same thing. We went to physics parties. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't fit in there either. <laughs> 
All right. Well, you know what? Uh, I think we need to get ourselves prepared for this. We've met them. We found out their stories, and now we got to get them in the proper shape. Yeah, uh, training is everything. Yeah. So, as with anything that you want to be good at, you've got to practice. Yeah. So, uh, what we're going to do is we're just going to we're going to. So they're not going into this completely cold. No. Uh, we brought in some CPR dummies, <laughs> uh, which is a you know basically it's a torso with a really weird looking face on it. Uh, they're both male. I thought we were going to get a male and female, but I guess we're going to. Well, do we, we are gender with. fluid, Preston. Wait, we are t- it's about time you get woke. Oh, Marissa, where are those wigs? <laughs> we have a wig. Oh, uh, we have a wig to put on yeah, one. We have two blonde wigs. Okay, all right. So we now, can just what, put what, one on one if we can. Yeah, but we might not be able to find one. What right? are they? It's going to look like the, the cat, the members of ABBA. Uh, by the way, Casey, uh, where did we get these CPR dummies? Intern Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Yoakum. Yeah. If, you, if you've been with the oh, Preston hey. Steve Show for a long time, then you remember Intern Joe. How you doing, Joe? I'm wonderful. How are you guys? Uh, I'm sorry. We're doing. Yeah, we, we played your clip while you were speaking. You didn't hear that. Uh, and Joe, you work for uh, Norworth Ambulance out of uh, Ardmore, PA. Okay, uh, Joe's all grown up now. Yes. And he's got a real job, and uh, he is with Narberth Ambulance, and he brought in the CPR dummies. So everything is by the books, yeah. all checked. And are these, by the way, Joe, are these uh, sterilized? And good? Oh, yeah, they were cleaned yesterday. They were cleaned yesterday. Yes. Excellent. All right, so uh, Joe has uh, given a season. We, we figured we'd give these guys a chance just to warm up. And, you know, it, it's not exactly like kissing, obviously, but it just you, gets you in the ballpark. What did you practice on, if you did practice? The classic is the pillow. I uh, My hand. Like, yeah. Like the back of the hand. Right. You know, yeah. That was it. Yeah. What? No, I don't I don't remember practicing. You, you know what's good? Oh, if yeah. you have a cat, they're ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, listen, right? my one cat practices on the other cat's ass all the Pucker time. Pucker up. Pucker up. No, uh, it's just one of those things, and there's really, um, I think... This is a good way to practice because it approximates, you yeah. know? By the way, you know what we have not spoken about at all is tongue or no tongue. Oh, no. Well, we... Oh, you just I made just me uncomfortable. Tongue. What's that? You just made me uncomfortable. Oh, I did? Yeah. Well, it's an important question. Maybe make it twofold. We go with the... Like, in other words, you can you get the first, and if you feel it went well and all parties are... Agreement, yeah, because they have what's uh, called like a screen kiss, yes, which is which is a passionate kiss. It's not like kissing grandma, where it's like right, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so my grandma's hot. The the lips are are not fully puckered tight. Yeah. They're softer. They kind of interlay a little bit. Yeah, but you don't necessarily penetrate with your tongue. Right. I'd say that's a good place to start. Yeah. I think that's kiss. right. That yeah. exactly, exactly. I like where you're going with this. <laughs> and then if it if it feels nice, and if our kissers are up for it, maybe we try. A little deeper. Right. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like a tongue kiss. A uh, passionate see, I, I kiss. I just assumed we were I going we'll tongue kiss. leave it up to them. Well, you know what we can do? We can ask them how they feel about this yeah. because that's the best way to proceed. You don't want to do yeah. anything someone is not a willing participant in. Oh, well, yeah, you guys are here. I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're so quiet and agreeable. Sophie, is there is there a type of kiss that you'd like to try for your first one? Uh, I'd do anything. Ah. That's, that's kind of dangerous to say. Well, what would, what did you it. expect when you were before you walked into these doors? Mm-hmm. What were you coming here expecting to do? Uh Kiss a random person. Yes, okay. but, well, she's but, right. with, yeah. but with tongue or I was leaving that to chance. I okay, yeah. okay, okay. What about you, Brandon? Just go with the flow. Go All right, flow. All right. I like where they're going. Or. So, so I think we lead in, and then because um, I have a feeling our professional kissers 
are very adroit at kissing. Yeah. And uh, they can take it to, to new realms. So They're I, the ILM of kissing. I'd, I'd say maybe we start with the with the screen-type kiss, but we'll let them, we'll let our kissers Listen, decide. If, and... if, if, it, if it breaks loose from its pen, Preston, and just yeah. goes, we can't stop it. But, but the key to kissing is, I think, and I, I have a list of here how to kiss someone well in eight tongue-tying steps. Oh. All right. I don't think we have time to go through all of them. Do the first seven. Uh, but <laughs> but the most important, and it says here right at the top, it says use the right amount of pressure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because part of it is is getting a feel for your partner first and yeah. matching their... Uh, the, the 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 amount of pressure, the the squeezing of the lips, the pushing of the face against the other face. You're you know? not kissing on them; you're kissing with, with them. them. It's exactly. a shared experience. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you got to kind of you got to have to kind of guide each other, right? And, and it's interesting. And I remember at first when you when you kiss somebody for the first time, your lips can kind of quiver a little bit because yeah. you're not sure exactly what's going on. And <laughs> little feels, pee can come out. It feels a little strange. You get a little pee in there. You, <laughs> you know, you do not. You do not. You're just going to scare these people. No pee comes out. <laughs> oh, okay. It's the other stuff. And uh, hard, kiss- <laughs> hard kissers are not. It's pre pee. <laughs> pre pee. <laughs> I mean, it's. Have you guys ever slow danced with somebody? It's like that. You know, there there is sort of a leader in a slow dance, but I mean. Do you know what I mean, Kath? Like you, both of you guys can't lead. Right, I got One you. person has to lead, but I mean, now have you guys ever slow danced with anybody, Sophie? I've swing danced. That's different. Yeah. All right, how about you, Brandon? Once, once. Okay, right. so at least you've you've done that. But it's like Casey said, you kind of you follow each other. It's uh, there's a little give I'll, and take. I'll tell both of you this that a lot of times throughout my my long life, the the um, women have said to me and my wife. You know, this this is as essential a part of any physical relationship. This this and in many cases, there are women that you've done reported on surveys, Preston, where women will place this above the the, the full menu of of uh, sexual acts and say that this is really the expression yeah. of love. Yeah, and one of the things you have to consider as well, and I didn't see it until I'm glad you get got this list, Steve, is. Uh, where do you put your hands? Yes. Uh, because you don't just, you know, uh, behind your, your hands head. aren't behind your back. Or behind, behind your, your head. head. <laughs> or, or do jazz hands. Like <laughs> you that. do jazz hands. Put, That's usually Put out. your hands like you're in a perp walk. <laughs> but there's, uh, there's a great movie. Uh, <laughs> there's a great movie, which is uh, Some Kind of Wonderful. Yeah. And when they, they're friends, but he, she says to him, hey, can you deliver the proper kiss? Yeah. And he goes, well, she goes, well, what about your hands? Where are you going to put them? And he goes, well, it depends. And she says, no. They go on my hips. That's okay. where they go. So keep that in mind. The guy's hands go on the girl's hips. Hopefully you don't mind that, Sophie, that uh, our kisser's going to have his hands on your hips, probably. And yours can go up around the neck, okay? So you're, she's going to put hands around your neck. You're going to put hands on her uh, hips. By the way, the safe word is osteoporosis. <laughs> Okay. If you feel uncomfortable, osteoporosis. So those are the only tips I really have. Do you guys have any? No, I think we should begin the uh, the, the the practice section. Okay. On the on these uh, uh, hermetically sealed. Oh God! <laughs> these, CPR these dummies. Really scary looking prosthetics that we have here. Um, all right. So let's go with uh, let's go with Sophie first. All right, Sophie. We have Joe. You can leave your headphones on. Yeah. Uh, who's going to hold up the dummy? Wow, this is really setting the the mood. <laughs> right, here. Tur- tur- if you you know what? Can we have some romantic music uh, from uh, Josh and Haley while we're yeah. doing this? So I think maybe that'll make you feel a little bit better. All right. So all right. You're gonna put. Can your... we get a profile on this? By the way, uh, just yeah, here we there go. You Thank go, you Joe. so much. Okay, so put your hands up around his neck, Sophie. Yeah, and you also have to lean your. 
You have to lean your head one way. So yeah. that's perfect. She's leaning it to the right. And go in and just give a nice kiss. Nice, easy kiss. Aw. Aw. She's uh, awesome. <laughs> yes. Yes. How did she do? She did great. Yeah. How is I, her, Sophie, you're, you're, you're awesome. Yeah. Her, her approach was perfect. Her head tilt was perfect. <laughs> you're now, adorable. The pressure, you know physics. The pressure that she applied to the dummy was perfect. The one thing that I saw, uh, duration was too short. Oh, uh, okay. Well, so yeah. you're going for the kiss. It's not going to be quick. It, you, you need to let Preston. it linger just a little bit. It's an eraser she's kissing. That's yeah. true. The That's next true. thing that she kisses, we'll be kissing back. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. I do want her to be ready. So one more time, but just a smidge longer, okay? okay. So she's leaning in, hands on. There you go. She's got a hand. That's better. Yeah. All right. yeah. Well done. Better. Is she it, leaning her head the right way? She's she leaning. was. Okay. And she put her hand on his cheek, too. Oh, which yeah. is, oh, which is very sensual. Yeah. This is an unresponsive uh, doll that she's kissing. So obviously, it's, it's the head tilt's not there. But I, that you... Bravo. Well done. Well done. Well done. Okay, now let's try Brandon. Brandon, first stick your first two fingers in her mouth. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's to the side. They to the love side. That. They can love we get a profile on yes. it? Guys, 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 can we turn profile, please? Right, Thank there you. you. Go. All right, hands on her hips, or its hips, and then, okay. He turned his head. He gave a. That was not bad. So a so little softer. What, what yeah. do you What do you want to say to this lifeless piece of plastic? <laughs> I love <Okay>. you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it looks like he is gonna. Brandon's gonna turn his head to the left, which was the opposite of uh, Sophia. So uh, try that one more time, sir. Let's Let's see you do it again. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Same way. How, however, you're comfortable. Uh, Okay, he got it done. Do you, do you like? I, I think. I, think, I don't know. I, I think here's here's here, what I would say. Here. I think. I think he rushed in towards the head a little too fast. I think your approach yeah. needs to be a little slower, a little more gentle, and, and it's going to be a human the next time around. So it'll be a slightly different approach. Nick, and she's going to give you a bit of guidance, but but just come in a little more slowly in your approach. Nick, I think I can. So you're leaning in, and she's going to speak to you. Okay, start to lean in as you're going to kiss. All right, and she's going to speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, wow. Okay, that was Nell, yeah. Jody Foster, who's I, very attractive. I yeah. love how you yeah. guys are so delicate with Sophie, but not with him. <laughs> no, he's. I, he, by the way, his first kiss was absolutely fine. Just a little bit more, because I, I think the. I hate to say this, and this is probably a dumb thing to say. When you're leading in on the kiss, the onus is on you to just be a little bit more, you know, tender. Yeah, I know. Ten, listen, tender. I, you know, because you are you're genuinely, genuinely a nice, gentle guy, and I think you, I think you can rock a kiss. And in this social climate that we live in today, I'm looking. It looked like. The mannequin didn't want that kiss. No, you know what I mean, I was reading it completely. You he, reading look at it the mannequin's eyes are completely closed, and it, in fact, they're sealed over with the fleshy layer of skin. <laughs> By the way, uh, and also another suggestion as well is eyes closed. Yes, it, it helps. Uh, it just helps with the moment. Yeah, at that moment, well, just get, just get lost in the kiss. <laughs> Hang on, you you have to go in with your eyes open, but the second your lips touch the other lips, then you softly close your eyes. Otherwise. You're going to headbutt your partner. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm saying? yeah. Yeah, you don't have to get um, up on the turnbuckle and jump on him. Yeah. When, when you're close enough and you know your lips are going to touch, that's when you can close your Yeah. Lips. All right. So yeah. let's, one more time. Uh, Brandon, one more time, Brandon, yeah. if you wouldn't mind, please. Right, Eyes hit. closed. Lean in. Nice. nice. Better. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad that we did good. that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn good. Well done. Okay. And we're getting this wonderful romantic music from Josh and Haley here. Um, okay, so I think we're set with the practice. We've got that out of the way. Uh-oh. Now we Both need to... Both our CPR dummies just secured lawyers, Preston. Oh, oh dear Lord. Um, All right, well, now we need to Now we need to freshen. Now we need to make sure that we're oh, ready. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we have a variety of oral products here to uh, make sure that the mouth is fresh. Yes. And set and pleasant for everyone. For the person, we, and this is good advice for anyone this weekend who 
or, or today, and in, in general, when you're with someone, you want to make sure that they know that you cared enough to make sure your breath is fresh. Yeah. So we're going to start with a little antiseptic, uh, generic CVS mouthwash here. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is... Only the good stuff. Mmm, smells lovely. I'm going to give hey, you guys... Hey, it's just as good as Listerine. It's the same ingredients. It absolutely is. You're just not paying the same, you know? Uh, so open that up, and we're going to have you gargle. If you can, uh, make the noise when you gargle, <laughs> so we want to hear all that. Um, by the way, I was always a scope guy. I always thought oh. like that minty flavor of scope. I wanted basically, and I was for the longest time until for Listerine, you just get the sensation that you're boraxing out your mouth. I agree. Yeah, yeah I, agree. I feel like it's better. All right, gargle. Good job. Very good. So, uh, Sophia <laughs> almost <laughs> swallowed it when Casey played the Chewbacca bet. All right. Uh, Brandon? Gargle, please. Oh, yeah, you, you, you spit in that. I started laughing when I heard Chewbacca. Did you swallow it? <laughs> yeah. No, I oh, spit it out. All right. <laughs> All right, and uh, do you think uh, they need breath mints, or is that good? Would you guys like a breath mint, or you're fine? Yeah. I think uh, if you're good, you're good. I think I'm good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Are we ready for I, the... I, I think we're ready. Uh, yes, and uh, you know what? By the way, webcam's on, so if you're uh, if you're listening in at home, you can watch this, too. Oh, we've got this romantic music. It's fantastic. I'm loving it. Okay, so the first, the first one of these two that's going to get their kiss is going to be Sophia. So we're going to bring in our first professional kisser this morning. He's a very good friend of the Preston and Steve show. He's a good-looking guy. He is a very good-looking guy. He's had many kisses in his time. Oh, Our good friend Kyle McCarty yeah! is here yeah! this morning. Uh, so, Handsome. Brandon, we're going to have you step away from the microphone a little bit, and we're going to have uh, Kyle step up. And uh, right. Kyle, Kyle's a professional singer. Uh, he's an amazing videographer and editor as well, and also does a fantastic podcast. What's the name of that show, by the way? The podcast is called the Tri Jam Podcast, and uh, he's a great host and a really he's one of the nicest guys I've ever Beautiful met. Eyes, he's got gorgeous eyes. Thank you so much. Well groomed, his head shaved. And, I approve of that. And uh, he's the guy. Just to remind you, I know you probably already know this, but he gave us uh, Kathy's uh, fall activities. He does yeah. the jingles. Yes. He does the Delco jingle. Has sung with the Temptations. I have. Yeah, he's he amazing. So you're getting a oh, really thank you. quality guy here, nice. Sophia. Okay. He's uh, building this up a lot. <laughs> I want to. So uh, do you remember your first kiss? I do. And was it was it a pleasant experience, a, a memorable experience? Yes, it's actually, a, it's, I don't know, it's kind of a hefty story. Uh, i got to bridge it if you actually want to hear it. Sure. I, I was uh, I was actually 19 years old, so kind of a, a you know a little late bloomer from myself. Sophie, yeah. and listen to this. So yeah. here's a guy again, like as with you, a very good looking guy, but 19 years old. Okay, I kind of grew into myself as I, as I progressed uh, through my teenage years. She and, had a uh, lot of hanging foreskin and stuff. Yes, that, that, <laughs> yes. grew into it. Yeah, kind of <laughs> yeah. snipped that off and got uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Um, okay, and so, so I I had actually uh, met someone online. I was living in New Jersey at the time, yeah. uh, and she lived in Washington State. Wow. Wow. So I uh, I wanted to go meet her. I wanted to go. Uh, we've been talking for months. So, uh, you know, I'm an artist, too. I, I drew a couple of cartoons, sold it to my, uh, my cousin's uh, auto decal company. Uh, so he was making, like, decals, and he yeah. paid me enough money so I could buy a plane ticket, and I went out to oh Washington gosh. State. And that's where I met her. And I had my first kiss. In so the, there, there was a there was a connection. Yeah. There was something that said I need to go see. And, yes. And did that blossom into a relationship? Was it a or was it just a kiss? And it, it blossomed into a a very uh, uh, short week long relationship. And okay. Yeah. She kind of she kind of cheated on me the day after I left Washington <laughs> State. Oh well, let me yeah. ask you this: Was at least the initial kiss well worth the trip? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. That's all you want. She put a pillow over my face. I didn't even see it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It was nice. Well, listen, uh, part of the, the leading up to this is is the anticipation. And yeah. certainly we've teased you with enough of that. We've been doing 30 minutes about talking, right. <laughs> kissing. And now it's time to actually let's, kiss. Uh, let's get to kiss it. So did you hear us talking about the type of kiss we want to go for in this first run? Uh, yes, a Kinda little like bit. A screen kiss, a tender lip kiss, a tender lip kiss, and it then can... and then we'll see how that goes, and maybe we'll go for a, an open mouth kiss. An open mouth kiss. Yes, yes. It, can, right. it can be of some duration. Do you need some Listerine? Are you good? You know what? Where's that Listerine? It's okay. right. Uh, well, it was right here. Right. Listerine. Who drank it? We need. Uh, we need some. All right. All right. Just mm-hmm. because it's only proper that both parties be hygienic. This is true. Yes. Okay. And, and uh, I know you were gargling liver back there. I yeah. was. And he's, uh, actually, Kyle's very generous. He's also, uh, yes, he is. So he wants to make sure that he gives as well as gets. Yes. All right. Uh, so he's, uh... <laughs> Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. That was aesthetically pleasing, I'm sure. He did it over the actual gargle. Okay. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Right, well, guys. let's have this, let's have this moment. We're going to bring the music down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Do we're going to we have the lights down as well, or would that we... be bad for video? I, I, it might be bad for okay. video. Okay. I don't know, Kyle. You're the video guy. I mean, I'm sure Nick Murphy would rather have the lights on. Okay. okay. Yes, he's, he's shaking his head. Yeah, because he likes to watch. Okay. <laughs> Sophia, are you ready? Yep. All right. Yeah. Let's 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 do this. Here it comes. All right. They're leaning in. Oh, that's... That was oh. nice. That's sweet. Very sweet. So sweet. Sophia, come over here. How did that feel? Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Not yes. bad. Did it feel anything like you thought it would? Vaguely, I okay. guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not really yeah. sure what I expected. So you got the first one out of the yeah. way, and I'm mm-hmm. going to ask this. Uh, and and how did, how did you feel? Did you was it a you you now you you're a kissing machine now? So, Thanks. Yeah. So, so how, how did it feel to you? It felt nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She a has nice, nice lips. Oh. Nice lips. Very, very good. Oh. Encouraging, uh, Sophie. Yeah. Sophie, what about the um the stubble of the of the mustache and beard and stuff? Did you feel that? No, you don't really notice it too much. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Sophie, do you want to try a little bit more passionate kiss on the second one? Why not? (laughs) All right. Let's go for a couple of seconds here, and then that can go into one hour. No, no. Go for a couple. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle, jam your tongue down. All right. Don't do that. A nice, tender, open mouth kiss. Now, this is going to feel totally different. Okay. Okay. And you just want to, you just want your, uh, your, your tongues to play a little. Don't even think of us here. uh, Yeah. Get lost. Get lost in that they don't think of the thousands and thousands and thousands of people listening. Right. You just have do it. Your tongues do a little dance. It's nice and light and easy. You don't want to like that. Just nice movements. Did I get you turned on? Yeah. So hot. I would say follow. You have to follow what Kyle's going to do. Follow. Yes. Exactly. Remember, right. this lunatic okay. flew to Washington for a kiss. Yeah, yeah. All, right. All right, let's try this. This is this is the real. <laughs> the guys have kiss ready to go after this. Uh, All right. From, uh, so All right. Yeah. we're not even here. We're going to be absolutely quiet. Go for it. All right, here we go. This is the real deal. They're leaning in. Mouths open. Oh yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. And whenever you're, whenever you're ready. Oh. oh Yeah, yeah, damn good. You're, yeah, I, did that work? Abs. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I got a couple of notes here that I, that I want to just give. You know, if we're doing this like this a uh, uh, you know, like a, a play or something like that. So I'm going to give you some notes. I think the kiss can the kiss needs and the kiss needs to be tapered. Yes. Be, right. on, yes. The on, one on, thing on both sides. He's right. Right. All right. So I couldn't think of the right so, word. So here, you want you want us to you show you? You yeah. don't go. In, yeah. You don't go in mouths open, and you don't end mouths open. So, right, Preston. A light you, you, kiss to start, then the open mouth kiss, then a light little 
signature kiss. Right. So, yeah. so as as you're pulling away, mm-hmm. it's and and because you're lost in each other. So as you're as you're pulling away, uh, you know, a slow kiss, another another kiss, and it it winds down. So are we doing this one more time? Is yeah, that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Would you like to try one more time? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I love her. I love her. She's awesome. You're She's awesome. Okay. All right, Kyle, you cool with one more? Absolutely. All right, okay. so so a, a, a light lip kiss, tongue kiss, lip kiss. All right, you ready? Okay. All go. right. Kiss. All right, here we go. There's a little kiss. Slowly. Now the tongue kiss, and now a little signature kiss on the end. Yeah! yeah! That, that was, was the best. Wow, guys. job, nice well job. Done. That was uh, that was very special. So, you apply the laws of physics to. You should absolutely. You, honestly, you're you're great. You you. Uh, there's no issue here. And in your own accord, when you feel you're you're ready, you. I mean, guys should be beating down the door for you. Yeah. Thank you. And you can tell them all about Newton's third law and everything. Yeah. So. And you're Definitely. smart. That's yeah. even a better uh, turn on. Kyle, thank you, man. That was no very problem. Cool. We appreciate it. Yes. Kyle McCarty. Yes. What a good man. Thanks, little kisser. And Sophie is now over that hurdle. Yeah, and the nice oh, hug. That's wonderful. All right. All right. Uh, Sophie, we're going to switch up. We're going to put uh, okay. Brandon where you are. So okay. let him take your headphones. Good job, Kyle. And then we're going to we're going to get this done uh, for him. Same way. And you know what? You get the you get the benefit of going second. You've seen how it's done. We don't really need to coach you because we did all that with Sophie. So you think you're ready to uh, give this a try? Sure. Okay. Remember, you're a good guy. You're a hard worker. You have a pleasant way about you. You're going to kill this. You're yeah. going to go great. All right. We need our professional kisser to come into the studio now. It's yet another worker here. She is a production assistant on the President Steve Show. She's been working with us for a while. And what's wonderful, Valentine's Day is her favorite holiday yeah. of the year. This is Mars. Her name yeah. is Demara. Demara. And uh, she is going to be your first kiss, Brandon. So uh, good morning, Demara. Hey, good morning. Nice to see you. What do you think about all this? <laughs> um, I think it's really cute. Yeah. I'm actually like a little bit nervous. Are you really? Yeah. It's it's cuz you you are you have um Valentine's Day is your favorite day. You it embrace is. love. You're you're very much into uh, you know, we've talked about this and and, and vampires and the, and this, the this the sexuality and all of that stuff, the, the the romance and the gothic romance involved with that sort of stuff. So this is something that's very important to you. Do you remember your first kiss? Okay, I really tried to think about this, and I I don't remember my first kiss. I had a boyfriend in sixth grade, and yeah. maybe we kissed, but like <laughs> I don't got... really remember. Really? There's you been a lot of people. There's been a lot of people. You gotta understand, she's so cool, Damar. She's she's just a unique individual, and and, and we, we we love her to death. But uh, yeah. listen, that's. But you march to the beat of your own drum, which makes you that much more special. I mean, so uh, we were all surprised to find out that your favorite holiday was Valentine's Day. We assumed it was going to be like Halloween. Damara Damara drives around with the skeleton Um, in in the passenger seat of her car. Which I just realized that was her uh, maybe like a month or two ago. I said something to Casey and I'm like... You know she has a skeleton in her front seat, right? Casey is like, yep, drives oh, with it every day. And she posted a picture last night of her chewing on raw meat. <laughs> yeah. For Valentine's Day. Don't worry, She's I brush my teeth. Today. Certainly <laughs> a, an, uh, a, a unique uh, character. And, uh, and also, I guarantee you this, Brandon, 
You will never have anyone in your life from here on out that has a more unique makeup application uh, than she does. And you're getting this for your first kiss. Uh, so Demera has very, very unique uh, eye makeup that she it's does It's really cool. It's, very precise. And, yep. It has yeah. hearts today. In fact, she hearts. did it once to you. She did. Yeah. She did my, like a corpse face on me. You're pretty, pretty rocking. Well. Demera, you want to give out your Instagram account while we're on the air? Oh, yeah. I mean, my radio account is radio.dmp. That's not the one I'm talking about. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, my modeling and everything else where you can see the raw meat picture, that's, um, <laughs> it's ossuary underscore angel. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Spell that for people. Uh, uh, oh, it's uh, O-S-S-U-A-R-Y underscore A-N-G-E-L. And okay. by the way, I had to look up ossuary. I was yeah. curious when I saw your screen name, and that means what? It's a sentence. Cemetery, but it's like a it's like basically a cemetery underground, and so it's like a crypt where you can see like the skeletons and corpses. Mm-hmm. Like, How's this happening to you, buddy? It's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> because he's into metal. Right? Yeah, look at him; he's wearing an Iron Man <laughs> yeah, shirt with yeah, a, yeah. a corpse on a the corpse front of it. Eddie, Eddie's yeah. a corpse. Yeah, yeah. Is did, that like, did we score for you or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Is that like the catacombs in uh, France? Is that what, is that yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, so uh, did you did you watch uh, Kyle and uh, Sophie? I did, oh, okay, yeah. so I think we should follow that same thing. First time, just a nice little tender kind of screen kiss, lips only, and then we'll see where we want to go for there. Okay, <laughs> he's uh, a nice guy. You just hear him, and he's just just, just a, a warm, gentle guy. So I think this is going to be very special. So, all right, Brandon, you ready? Ready to finally Does do she this? She need to freshen her breath first, though. Or? Uh, would you like to? Yeah, would you, you like some raw meat? Raw meat. Let's get uh, Josh yeah. and Haley with some guitar music, uh, just some uh, romantic acoustic music. By the way, they're going to be performing uh, tomorrow night at Scanlon Saloon in Maniung from nine till uh, two a.m. It's nice little acoustic guitar music, and they they play romantic music. But they play fun music as well. So yes, uh, but yes. this morning we wanted some romance. Um, okay, you ready? All right, let's get this underway. Right. Here we go. First kiss for Brandon and begin. All right, they're leaning in. Oh, that's a nice kiss. Nice. Yeah. It was a little bit short, and and Mars did this really nice thing where she took his hand, his face in her hands. Yeah. yeah. And uh, very and nice. How did that feel, by the way, Brandon? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's chill, man. He's totally chill. I, this is great, though. It's then you're it's you feel comfortable and supported here. That's cool. And and that the hand thing on your face did that make you feel a little bit more relaxed? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So let's go for something a little bit more passionate. You ready to try this out? And okay. Remember, take some time and and let yourself turn yourself over to it. It's All a right? dance. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It's a, it's a dance. Okay. Whenever dance you guys are ready, All here right. we go. Mars is smiling. Here we go. This is a bigger, better kiss. Oh, they're doing it right. Ah, that looks really? Cool. Wow. Yes, they are. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. There it is, buddy. Look at that smile. Oh, you can go home now. Guess who's going to be king of the construction site? <laughs> oh, my God, Brandon. You got butter? Uh, <laughs> I was in case I was kind of thinking the same I thing. I didn't even think about that. Because we do. I do. <laughs> Brandon. Oh, Brandon, he's blushing. Yeah, that's awesome. Honestly, that was wonderful. Get over to this mic. Is your heart racing a little bit? A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What'd you think? Oh, my, oh my God. 
That was pretty cool. <laughs> I, like, what, I mean, the texture of somebody else's tongue on your tongue is there. There's nothing else yeah. like it, right? No, it's not weird. Like you think it's like something weird, but do, it's not. Do you know what it is? It's 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 honestly, people. It's an expression of coming together. It's a physicality. There's there's nothing like it. You know, hey, Mars. By the way, how did he do? What do you think? I think you did pretty well. You're kind of like going a little harder with your tongue than you need to, but otherwise it was fine. So uh, uh, you would say, softer. yeah, right. yeah a little softer. softer and uh, soften up the tongue. Okay. And wouldn't you say that that's the key to any bit of intimacy? Yeah, right? ease up, and then if you feel the other person going for it, that's when you yeah make the move to go a little more. Forcefully. Do we want to try again by any chance? Like, would uh, you be okay I mean, with that, that Mars? Just okay. a little bit All of right. notes. All right, I so mean, that was a home run, but I don't, All right. yeah. All right, let's try this one more time. A little softer. Whenever you guys are ready, let's go ahead. Here we go. Here we go. Remember what you said. Mars and Brandon, a little softer, a little easier. Wow. And see, Mars is doing, yeah. oh, wow, that's, yeah. yeah. A little better this time, Mars? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. better. Brandon, did you learn something on that last time? Yeah. All right. Oh my God, that's wonderful. I, I'm so happy for you because you're such too. a nice guy, and, and you, you, and and she's very, um, she was very caring and, and took care of you. That's <laughs> very, that's wonderful. I mean, he's going to be out all weekend kissing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need I an think so. Right. Yeah. He's going to kiss the security guard. On the we, we broke the dam. <laughs> <We're totally laughs> yeah. Mars, you're the best. Thank you so yeah. much. We appreciate it. We have another friend that we're going to have over for this momentous occasion. Another who's going to step up to the the microphone right now, ladies and gentlemen. Our good friend, he was here just the other day. Steven Singer is Whee! here. Good morning, guys. Nice to see you, sir. Wow. Is that a gold rose in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> <laughs> Steven this wanted, is exciting. Steven wanted to be here because it's it's all about love, and you guys are well. You're you're love experts, down to see I am. Here, I am in the love business, buddy. Mm-hmm. Buddy Love is here. You thought he was going to have to stand in and kiss somebody, but that's your dog. He's available, yeah. buddy. The jeweler. He is here, kissing all the girls and flirting. Wow, you guys did great. Yeah, well, thank that, you. That, I don't know how you made something out of this bit, but you did. Yeah. God bless you. Uh, Brandon and Sophie, come up over here by Stephen, because I think the reason we have him here is you've got something for these guys. Some, to I mark this absolutely occasion. do. And this is ins- this has inspired me here. Okay. This, uh, this whole setup. Like He's the, opening up a box. This is like the... Condoms. Oh, <laughs> diamond encrusted rubbers. <laughs> Extra large. Wow. This is like the uh, rose gold condoms. <laughs> no, Stephen, I'll I, go ahead and say it because he's taking the time yeah, to open I, the I feel like the 40 year old virgin here. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, Stephen is opening up his world famous gold roses. Aww. And I think you're going to you're gonna give them each a rose. Is that how well, this is working? Yeah. I give you a frozen rose because you've been frozen out for all these years <laughs> and a Valentine's Day red love rose for you. And you can both start your Valentine's Day quest. But we're going to have to give um, the, 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 our kissers? the kissers are going to have to get She's got to get a black diamond rose with that oh, makeup. Yeah, man. Yeah, I have yeah. a black diamond with platinum rose. Oh, she'd love that. That's killer with that look. Yeah, man, Nicole. Totally. And then Man. we'll give Kyle one as well. Absolutely, we're okay. going to give Kyle. They were they were great. That was, I was surprised <laughs> of how well that actually worked it, out. Weren't you they very generous? It. I yeah. mean, to me, they, they, these couldn't be two sweeter people to have They're their both, first. Kiss and the blood is rushing back in their faces. They're <laughs> yep. say, they are a shade of red I've never seen before. <laughs> I was impressed. And the yeah. dimples. I didn't realize when we were sitting out in the green room that these. these I just thought they were listeners coming to watch the show. Right. Yeah. And this is. A, 
been, wow, what an experience. This is something, huh? It's a special moment in their life. It, this is a special moment. Wait until yeah. the first time you have sex. Oh, yeah. Great. Well, that's tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, that's tomorrow. We're going to Quick thing with you. Yes. For people who are in that pinch, that last, they, oh, my God, I totally forgot what's going on at the uh, the store today. Listen, I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> no, if, you, if you have missed it, if you're so dumb yeah. for the la- all these all these months that you've missed it, yeah. then you're just too dumb to be a customer. And just, just, just forget about it. Go to the gas station. I like your candle. Go like to the it. gas station. Buy some crappy stuff on the on the corner and Man. some plastic candy but, or something like that. If you it's do, over. if you do it's happen over. to have someone walk in, if, will listen, you sell something to them? Ah, uh, yeah, if you want. Listen, <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Hey. I, I, I'm just done. You know what I mean? It's how about, over. How about this? How about yeah. you're talking to somebody like like me who you can't hide purchases from your spouse or whatever, uh-huh. and you need to wait until that last day in order to do it to surprise them. Today is that day. That's true. That's okay. true. I mean, so anyway, yes, certainly you can come down to the other corner of 8th and Walnut. We will hook you up. We have plenty of roses. The lovely Ring of Hearts uh, diamond necklace has been the fastest-selling necklace we've ever had in wow. the last 39 years. And we um, are sold out online, but we do have a few in the store for Philly fans. And certainly we'll get you hooked up with roses and gifts and anything that you need. By the way, today. very and surgical to get in. That you got loads of parking Free parking. We get everybody yeah. in and out. We have some gorgeous, gorgeous jewelers to help you with your gift purchase and take care of everything. They'll gift wrap, make sure everything is in great shape. And a lot of people do celebrate not only on Valentine's Day because it's Friday, they'll celebrate it over the weekend. So a lot of people are going to go out Saturday night. Or, yep, that, you're exactly that, right. That the weekend is going to be all romance. Right. But all if right. you haven't listened to Preston Steve and you don't know it by this time, we give up. That's it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we're he not... doesn't give a rat's ass to <laughs> That's quote it. Steven Singer. We will yeah. use that quote down the road in that... your live commercials. Ab- absolutely. But listen, we <laughs> yeah. love everybody. Thanks so much for having me. And congratulations, guys. And um, we love Preston and Steve. Thank yes, you, sir. We love you. Yeah. Steven Singer, guys. All right, I think this has been tremendously successful. I'm very happy for these guys. Wonderful. I'd love to, to to have them keep kissing, but we we're way over budget on time, and we got to take a well, break. Well, they can certainly hang out. We Absolutely, yes, we highly, highly suggest that they do. And thank you to Josh and Haley for supplying the live Yay! music this morning. You can hire them. We'll get the details. In fact, do we have that information on PrestonSteve.com, No, Nick? we'll post it, but uh, they're fantastic. I saw them perform live at Harvest a few weeks ago. They're great live, and uh, if you get a chance, go see them. Yeah, and uh, Josh is uh, does five minutes of fame, and we'll be at, uh, how do you even say this, V-O-I-X? Is that? Uh, Voix. Voix. Karaoke Lounge tonight from 9 till 1 a.m., and then tomorrow night they'll be at Scanlon Saloon in Manning from 9 till midnight. All right, we're going to take a break. That was wonderful. It was great. Congratulations, everybody. Coming back with the B-Files. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Godshall's Turkey Bacon. 80% less fat than pork bacon, but 100% of the taste. It's available at Acme, ShopRite, Redner's, Walmart, and Sam's Club. All right, so a Massachusetts woman (laughs) became an unexpected getaway driver after a man she... What's that? I said, oh, no. Oh, uh, after a man she met on a dating app... Robbed a bank on their first date. <laughs> what? Yeah. Christopher Castillo, the unnamed woman's would-be Robin Hood, 
pled guilty this week to armed robbery and three counts of assault and battery on a police officer, all committed on their first date. Can you pull over here? I just have to hit the bank. Uh, it's kind of what it was like. Castillo was uh, sentenced to three years in state prison for the robbery and then two years uh, for uh, violently struggling against and spitting at police. Uh, the woman wasn't charged. and all started uh, this way. She picked up Castillo from his apartment, for, I'm sorry, from his parents' home oh in Rhode Island and drove him 30 minutes east toward Attleboro, Massachusetts. Uh, she said he drank wine in the passenger seat. Of his of her maximum. It's already good date. Yep. The two had never met in person before that fateful day. Do you mind if I drink? So why would she think anything was wrong when he told her to pull over as they approached the bank? He got out of her car, left her there alone for a few minutes, and suddenly he came running back, sweating, with sunglasses, a hat, a gun, and a thousand dollars cash in hand. So where do you want to go for dinner? <laughs> he gets in the car and says, Effing go! <laughs> So she panicked, she told police. So she did as she was told. Uh, apparently, he had shown a bank teller a gun. He demanded $1,000 and said he needed it badly. He was really hurting, he told the teller. The teller handed him the money. Uh, then he ran back out to the Maxima and ordered her to step on it. His accidental accomplice obeyed at first, but once she spotted flashing sirens from police cruisers on their tail, she immediately pulled over and walked away from the car. I don't know about you, but I'm in the mood for Italian. Castillo stayed inside and ducked from police, uh, and police pulled him out as he violently struggled, spit on them, and told them that his gun wasn't loaded. After he was subdued and handcuffed, police searched the car, found a forty-four caliber handgun, which was an antique belonging to his stepfather, and the hat and sunglasses that matched the description of what the robber was wearing. That and $1,000 were also found in his wallet. And the ultimate disgrace, Preston? He never called her. After the date from hell, Castillo ended up sentenced to five years of incarceration, and the driver was not charged. I'd like a second date in six years. Wow. How about this? A closet and safe under a 64-year-old grandmother's bed in a senior's complex in St. Petersburg are not the typical spots where police find a cache of illegal dope and guns, but that's what a federal task force found when it dismantled a drug trafficking organization and arrested 11 suspects, including nine from the, from, uh, the Sunshine City. Now, <clears throat> court documents reveal how the organization used the Viridian, a senior housing complex with 188 units, as a stash house for the drugs and guns. Because no one, nobody would suspect that. Officers accused Ahmad Rashad Weston... Of leading the ring, uh, saying he often worked with his brother Charleston Shelley Long and their mother <laughs> Wait, Serena these are Weston. I know. NBC sitcom stars. Exactly. And the mother, Serena Weston, uh, from inside her apartment on the seventh floor. After a 10 month investigation with wiretaps and surveillance officers from the FBI, the DEA, and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives serve search warrants, investigators see seven pounds of marijuana. Four handguns, numerous magazines, and uh, and bullets from the senior complex. You know who tipped him off? Ted Danson Sanchez. Uh, when officers served the search warrant, Weston opened the door holding a small child. Huh. Throughout a 10-month investigation, Ahmad Weston and Long <clears throat> visited their mother's apartment in an almost daily ba- on an almost daily basis uh, to store narcotics and large sums of money with full knowledge and assistance that they were selling drugs from the residence. Wow. Uh, known to the 11 suspects, police were using federal wiretaps to intercept phone calls. Uh, when several ring members discussed drugs and guns, investigators overheard Weston and Long discussing heroin and a black safe inside their mother's apartment. Weston asked Long, yo, where the safe at? Long replied, Mama done put that up under her the bed. Well, they actually do talk like that. Uh, police overheard the men discuss uh, taking $35,000 from the safe to buy a kilo of cocaine. 
So that was enough for them. They got in, they busted him, and they are now <laughs> off to jail. One last story. A boy and his family appeared on live TV for an interview for an Australian show called The Project to discuss how recent rainfall was impacting their lives following drought conditions. As the mother answers, the son is standing in front of her with a big smile, and a fly lands on his cheek. So he stuck out his tongue of his mouth, ma- stuck out the tongue out of his mouth, and pulled the fly in and eats it oh. like like a frog in front of the in, yeah. on camera. Then a second fly landed on his face. He did the same thing again. This kid is sitting here eating oh flies God. off of his face. Somebody posted the footage to Reddit and other websites. It has since gone viral. There's been no comment from the family <laughs> since How'd this you, took place. You've got to have know. a darting tongue to do that. And a, a fast one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment, and we're expecting our friend Paul Mercurio. We haven't seen him in a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Going to be performing at Punchline tonight and tomorrow night, so we'll spend some time with them. Don't forget, we also have 500 bucks to give away with Dr. Oz. That question coming up a little bit later on. We'll be back in a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Hey, it's Preston. Thank you to Jack Frost Mountain for sponsoring today's podcast. The Preston and Steve Show is headed back to Jack Frost on March 6th for the 14th Annual Cardboard Classic. Go to WMMR.com for all you need to know and to pick up discount lift tickets while supplies last. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We love having this guy in our studio. He's going to be performing through the weekend here in Philly, uh, even a Sunday show at Punchline. So he's there tonight. And tomorrow, 7.30 and 9.45, and then the show on Sunday. One show is 7.30. Please welcome our friend, Paul Mercurio. Hey, how are you? Good to see you, man. Great to be back, man. How have you been? I've been good, man. I've been just running around and just doing the stand-up and working on the late show and all that. So, oh, by the way, I got you guys, brought you guys some uh, swag. Stop it. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they're rejects. They have holes in them. And, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. That's the only way you got them. You so, wouldn't yeah. want to pay for them. But anyway, you got your little something-something there. <laughs> you do uh, audience warm-ups on yeah, the... Yeah, and uh, I do, uh, and I perform on the show. Yeah, as well, yeah. Show. Yeah, so it's cool, yeah. I mean, Steven and I, we worked on The Daily Show together, and... You know, kind of go His back show. and stuff. Yeah, and so it's good. But then I can go out on the road and do stuff. And How long was a Col- Colbert Report on? After- How, that was t- 10 years. Wow. Yeah, that was 10 years. And then... The and Daily that, Show begot that, which... Yeah, and, and, and you know what? That The best stuff comes out of stuff you don't try to do or, like, little stuff. That character, that Colbert character really came out of, like, this... I don't know if you remember, a long, long time ago, Bill O'Reilly had a book out. Yeah. And he was selling the book, like, real, like, super serious. Like, this is the most important book. You've got to buy this book. And, and, and by the way, I love you. got the, like, audience. I always forget. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. nice to see you. I like your glasses. Warby Parker? <laughs> what? $99? <laughs> Minor Warby. 20 bucks. Whoa, they're going to break. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, we did a spoof of the book yeah. at, where, you know, kind of Stephen plays that kind of character. And it was like some ridiculous title, like the the Book of America of, of right. America's is America's Important. Right. right. And then he, and, and the tagline, this was the tagline that like established the character was he looks in the camera and he goes, 
do you have the balls to buy this book? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you? And yeah. like his arched eyebrow and then that. It. And it was so funny because, you know, he was skewering, you know, uh, politics in general. But that was a character. And people would come up to me on the road and go, I hate how conservative Stephen Colbert is. I go, that's a character that he's playing. It's an amalgamation. Right. Of- the wild thing, Paul, is we, we, we'd talk to him and he'd go, he, he'd always say the character. And it wasn't like he was he was playing the wolf man. Right. He, it, there was just a, a, a slight shift. Right. The but, the, but the shift. writing had to have another... Right. There was another filter that the writing had to go through, right? right. So, like, if you say, so, okay, there's roses in front of me. So, if I have a joke about the rose, then, like, I make, I, I come up with the idea, right. the premise, and I do the punchline. He has to then flip the punchline and do it in the false positive. Like, if he's making fun of something, right. he compliments it. So, like, it's this weird reversal of comedy a Satirical. little bit. Satirical, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's sort of the way. And so, but people just, you know... But you can't even talk politics anymore. Like I can't. Like I did a corporate gig and they wanted me to do an hour of politics. I go political comment. It's not going to work. You no. Can't. First of all, like everybody's trying to catch you on something. Like yeah. there's no. Everybody's like, especially if you're a comic, right? On stage, in clubs, outside of clubs. My wife and I were walking our dog in a park near our, our neighborhood, and it's a law you're supposed to have your dog on a leash after nine a.m. And we did. Ours was, and this dog's guy's dog wasn't on the leash. This conversation actually happened. Like okay. people were trying to catch you, right? <laughs> And he goes, especially if you're a white guy, it sucks being a white guy. Man, I want to be a minority. And uh, and uh, the, the dog's, the, this guy's dog was like big and not on a leash and scaring people. And my wife goes, your dog is like, should be on a leash and scaring people. She was nice about it. And he yeah. goes like this, Latino guy goes, why? Because it's a pit bull? Like implying that we were like white racist toward pit bulls. Right, right, right. And I'm like, no, because it's got a baby in its mouth. That's why. Okay. And it's also a city ordinance. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's a law. Yeah, it's got tattoos and it's smoking Chesterfields, okay? like, But you can't have fun anymore. Everybody in this room probably knows what I'm talking about. Most people listening. Um, every Halloween, my parents would dress me as a hobo, okay? Oh, yes. We had this conversation yeah. and that, that was a thing. Hey, look it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a, a social outcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, and now like people would write, you know, letters about you can't. And if you think about it, my parents dressed me as a hobo, which is a homeless person. <laughs> they dressed me as a homeless person and then sent me out onto the streets at night to collect free food uh-huh. in front of real homeless people. Okay? Yeah. And, and it sucked. I never got candy. Every house, baked beans and a harmonica. That was it. <laughs> Do you think at any point those homeless people took it as a, as a compliment, like I've arrived? Yes. Uh, <laughs> imitation is yeah. the sincere. Yeah. People start dressing up as us. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Tell yes. everybody about it's it. It's like hey. the man bun. Hey, yeah. hack, I had that jacket last year. It's out of style. Yeah. You know, the other thing, too, is like, well, I get jaded when it comes to a lot of, like, living in New York. Same thing with Philly, any big city. You see everything after a while. You get jaded and you don't believe anything, right? So there was a homeless guy, speaking of this, with no legs from the knees down. Yeah. And he had a bucket out. And I'm like, oh, I got to give this guy something, right? And I did, right? But I'm not proud of this. Before I did, I leaned all the way over to make sure he wasn't hiding his legs <laughs> okay. under, uh, like, like yeah. Eddie Murphy in trading places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. which was really stupid on my part. Like, the minute I dropped the money in the bucket, he was going to go, gotcha! <laughs> Start tap dancing. That was a storyline on Shameless. One of uh-huh. the guys would sit at the corner, and uh, he, like, tied off the end of his pants and was actually standing uh, kind of in the, the wheelchair, so it looked like... Oh, had, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, my line of thinking, and I, this is the way I always approach it, is like, especially like outside a convenience store or something, I always give because my idea is I'm giving for the right reason. Right. If 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 you use it for you know for your fake leg costume, right. Uh, right. I, I can't help that. But yeah. I gave it for the right reason, yeah. right? Yeah, that and that's sense? what I did, and I did yeah. give it, I did give him the money. But you know, it's sort of like. 
the city just makes you the the whole thing has just gotten so crazy. And does it does it drive? I mean, because honestly, there is a wonderful aspect to it, but there is a soul sucking aspect sometimes to being in that grind of a major city, especially. Manhattan. Yeah, it's like, and and it it is. I mean, then you see things that just kind of make you laugh. Like I saw a rat running with a whole green apple in its mouth. <laughs> the I mean, like, like the pizza size, rat. Yeah, like pizza rat, but yeah. with a green apple. And again, a couple of years ago, I would have been like, eh. now I'm like, good for him. He's eating healthy. He's eating healthy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's what I'm working out. He had his little Lululemon pants on. And... <laughs> He's trendy. Yeah. So when you, because from where you were, and you were, you know, you were writing Wall Street. You were doing the the holding. Yeah, I was a lawyer, banker, and writing on the side, and then got Leno. Asked me to right, so we know the story. Yeah, had you reached just in your own your for your own self, like a you know, had you reached that epiphany or that that dead end where you say, I can't do this? Yeah, I kind of felt like uh, I had stolen all the money I could steal <laughs> and <laughs> done all the drugs that I could do. <laughs> no, right. It, right out of Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was definitely like um, I felt like I was on a loop, like on a treadmill because I was we were doing merger deals, selling companies to each other. And so you're doing these contracts and this and that. One thing leads to... Mega and, high pressure, yeah, right? Yeah, and, and then I just was like, is this all there is? And then I started writing these jokes and then... I sold that joke to Leno when he did it on The Tonight Show, and it just blew my head off my shoulder. Do you remember what the joke was? Yeah, it was about this old house and, like, how con- those contractors on TV are never realistic because they're always, like, under budget, on time, clean shaven. <laughs> but in real life, they're, like, showing plumber crack, drunk, hitting on your wife, going through your sock drawer for money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it did well. Like, it got a laugh on yeah. national TV, and I was like, oh, my God. So were it. you just sending out jokes, just mailing them out, or how did, how did you do No, that? I how met did... him in a private... I was okay. writing jokes as a hobby, and I have no idea why. And yeah. I went up to him, and... And I go, I don't know if you need jokes, but I'm never going to use these and you can have these jokes. And he took them. Leno was known to, and because I, I had submitted, right. I never know if, if any were, were taken, but initially you could, they would send you like sort of a release form that you would yes. send in. And it was like, I think it was like 50 bucks. Exactly. That's exactly what it paid. Right? And if he used it, he pays you. And he right. was honorable about it. I, I framed the first check I got from wow. him. Wow. Big Dog Productions and production. And then, he, and so. But what happened was, I almost, it almost didn't happen for me because I gave him the jokes and yeah. I put my number on there. And then a couple of days later, my phone rings out of the blue and it's like, Jay Leno was Paul there. <laughs> now, I think there's no way this is really Jay Leno. Why yeah. would he call me? And I had told my friend David that I met him and David does like impressions, not for a living, just for fun. And he likes to pull pranks. So I thought he was pranking me, my yeah, friend yeah. David. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, really funny. David goes, not really, it's Jay Leno. I go, yeah, right. He goes, not really. And I actually said to Jay Leno, you do a lousy Jay Leno. <laughs> 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 wow. Yeah. Well, kudos to you, Paul, and for anybody who has uh, already established a career and completely switched gears and gone in another direction, because that's got to be scary. Yeah, it was scary. Like, I had a lot of doubts after I did it. I had an, We owned an apartment, uh, my, now my wife, we girlfriend at the time, and right. we had to sell that because I couldn't afford to keep it. I would have bar- burned through my money because Leno said to me, don't get attached to things. If you're going to do this, you've got to, like, just perform as much as you can in the beginning nobody's going to pay you very sage advice just go work and work and work we say it all the time initially and you know yep. i i worked i had been doing stand up and i was doing fine yeah but getting into radio i didn't i didn't have the hubris to think when I first got in, oh, I'm, I'm immediately going to get, you know, compensated yeah. for this. And I, you work for free a little yeah. bit. But yeah. if you put in the time right, exactly. and stay with it yeah. and it's something you really want to do, yeah. it'll come. Yeah, yeah. and the, and the no, most nerve-wracking thing was telling my mother, who's now <laughs> 93... 
grew up in the Depression, high yeah. school educated Italian mother. Ninety, by the way, ninety three will not go down. We try everything: <laughs> bad milk, no, sour no, cream. Really? We, we, we trip her. She bounces back up like a little Italian. Just like a weeble. rock. Yeah. yeah, she's just unbelievable. You guys yeah. are trying. You're yeah, giving her oh, an effort. Oh my god, I yeah. cut her rocking chair. It just breaks nothing. Um, like a superhero. She, she's like, oh, she's just a, a, a piece of work. And I told her, I think I want to leave Wall Street to be a comedian. And she goes like this. She takes a long beat. She goes, that better be your first joke. And then I moved. I moved to a rooming house just outside the city. And, the, and your girlfriend at and this my, time? And my wife. I supportive? Had her, uh, yes. Very. Wow. She's amazing. And we met, we've been dating since high school. And uh, and so we and she moved to Boston. I said, we'll move to Boston. And then because there was a good comedy town. So like three days a week, I could work in Boston and four days a week. That's the only reason I did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I lived in a rooming house. I had a sh- had a 10 by 12 room with a hot pot on the floor. And I shared a kitchen and a bathroom with two ex-cons, two recovering addicts Jesus. and a 300 pound phone sex operator. <laughs> Who sold Herbalife diet products door to door? Wow, three hundred pounds. Yeah, I can't ever. I never pleasure myself anymore because of her. I just, yeah. It just killed the image. She would invite me into her room to listen to her calls, and her calls were. And I could, you know, it's theater of the mind, like yeah. radio, right? Yeah, yeah. So she's saying one thing, like, "Hi, this is Carol," and. I have blue eyes, and that's true, and strawberry blonde hair, and that's true, and I'm 5'2", that's true. I weigh 105 pounds. Ah, thank you for playing. Like, you know, it was just not that. And and then she would sell Herbalife diet products during the day with a big muumuu on, with a big, big oh button that said, I'm an herbal lifer, how about you? Oh <laughs> yeah. Well overweight. Exactly, wow. yes. But it... Does- it so that became my life, and then I started to have to start all over again doing stand-up. Doesn't amaze you, because my, my wife, we she she supported. She was like, the same thing. Today's our anniversary, by the way, so I love you. Happy so anniversary. But she, she, when someone, Preston, Preston at the time, right, Rochelle, he, he, he was coming to get his dream here in radio mm-hmm. and said, you know, just kn- had known her for a little bit. Will you move with me? And she yeah. did. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. those are, so again, we're talking... In the world of relationships, and you can look back and say, you know, what do you want? You want someone who sticks with you through thick and thin. My wife is amazing. Yeah. She's very different than I am. She's a wasp. I'm Italian. So yeah. there's a lot of energy and hands and screaming <laughs> and stuff. And she's a, and I believe in stereotypes because, yeah. again, with this PC thing, everybody wants to pretend like everybody's the same. Yeah. And if you say anything about any ethnicity, oh, you're whatever, right? Oh, I, remind me to tell you about this annoying woman. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Gotta, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, annoying woman. Right. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, try yeah, to tell Well, it's, it's redundant, right? Am I right, ladies? Come on. Come on. Here's twenty dollars. Buy some glasses. Come on. Um, so, 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 what was I talking about? You were talking about uh, annoying women. Oh, no, that's that's, that's yeah. next. Yeah. Listen, if you're not going to keep track of me, uh, <laughs> we need a court scenario. Yeah, exactly. Um, really, I forgot what I was saying. Wasp talking. wife. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. So they don't emote. The, wa- right. the wasps don't emote, right? right? Like they're very like they dr- they they drink martinis and smoke cigarettes and get divorced. Like that's what they do, right? <laughs> and so Those my wife, we're in high school. I was a senior. She was a uh, a junior and I bring her over after a couple of months of dating to the big Italian Sunday dinner. Okay. Right. So I think we all know what that is. It's right. like, you know, with the thing and the, yeah, you're not even right. I don't know if you're Italian, man, but, and <laughs> like 20 people, they're all, we're all in this basement. Everybody's like smoking cigarettes and cigars and everybody's like, yeah. And so, you know, a lot of food, like 17 pounds of pasta, eat, eat. And they're shoving bread in every open orifice of the yeah. body. And then, so we leave and I go, how was it? She goes, oh, it was nice. She goes, but why was everybody yelling at each other? <laughs> I go, what are you talking about? She goes, seemed like everybody was really mad. I go, no. I go, that's just how we talk. Like, right? and, that, and, and so we just basically, we've just connected and we dated 
14 years before we got married. Wow. 14 yeah. years. Yeah, was yeah. was the pressure strong? Well, for me, she proposed finally. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell your exact words because I get really emotional, but they ended with, or get off the pot. <laughs> um, my wife no, she swears, was very yeah. totally cool about, like, n- not about material things. It's a good thing. I got luck. I got really lucky. Uh, honestly, because you know, what... what... Like, when you're a young man or, or a young person, what you think de- defines a a real like a great relationship or whatever, yeah. you, you realize those you know that stuff is ephemeral, and then there's the real stuff, you yeah. know. And she still laughs at all my stupid nonsense. Oh, that's cool. Does yeah. she, is she funny at all? Uh, no, <laughs> she's dead inside. Uh, no. <laughs> she's a wasp. She's, dead she's a wasp. No, she um she is like in her own way. She and my son like to like. Like make fun of me, like they yeah. say, like I'm the tornado that comes home. Like they like it when I'm away. Like, uh, and the only thing she won't laugh at is if I if I talk about the dog because we've adopted another dog, uh-huh. Daisy, and she has a weak sphincter. And uh, yeah, so she yeah, so Come she's on. good. Yeah, she does. Yeah, come to my house. There's <laughs> wee pads everywhere. Wow. It's like a nursing home. All you need is desitin. That's all you need. So, and and she, we have to give her a half a pill at the right time uh-huh. of day, twice a day. And it's, and I just feel like there should be like a lemon law on dogs because they didn't tell us the dog had a weak sphincter. Yeah, right. I should be able to bring the dog in, put it up on the lift, and swap out sphincters. <laughs> yes. But it's like, and and then the dog finds me annoying on top of it because whenever I walk into the room, the dog immediately gets up and walks into the other room. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like she gives me this look, like, uh, this a hole again, and she walks into the other room. <laughs> He's back. No, yeah. no slipper fetching or anything. No, no, no. no, no. And so no jokes about the dog. No, too, right? she wants to kind of like, oh, don't mm. make fun of Daisy. It hurts your feelings. I mean, she's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, she's humping a stool right now. She's a, uh, that she doesn't have that brain power. It's, it's I wanted to ask you about uh, just on on the Colbert thing and working yeah. on late night shows like that with that. Kind of output, that kind of, that kind of grind. When you know, give us an idea, a peek behind the curtain. Because you had a, you had a cool video on your um, on your Twitter uh, of you behind stage and going out and looking at the theater. And yeah. it's always it always kills me on television. I remember when I saw the Tonight Show a couple yeah. times. It's like, oh my god, this is much smaller. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I know it is. And then, yeah. and then you walk out and. I'm, I'm, I'm used to seeing what I believe to be this expansive theater, right? And it looks way more intimate. Yeah, it's a closet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That theater though was built in 1922, the Ed, uh, 25, the Ed Sullivan Theater, and um, it is massive. Yeah. And there's the dome. I don't know if anybody watches the show, but there's a dome, a cathedral dome, which the Letterman people covered up with like right. a drop ceiling. So oh. when they went in there and they redid this. Th- it's this beautiful, literally looks like a church. Is that but, where Letterman had, he had like an office up there or something? No, or they just covered up. They just covered it? Drops yeah, the offices yeah. are in a separate building attached All right. to the theater. And the theater, you know, the theater did uh, radio out of there. Jackie Gleason worked out of there. And there are timbers, six by six timbers under the stage. And there's an elephant painted on the wall because the Ringling Brothers brought their circus into the theater. And they had to put timbers under the stage to hold just to it, hold support the, it. The, to wow. support the elephants. Wow. What a story! Yeah, place, it's really man. crazy. Cool. You guys, if you come, you got to come see a taping. Is, is there other stuff like that around? That I mean, because you, you, there are so many things to commemorate. That yeah. you there's the bones met. of Ed Sullivan just scattered <laughs> just everywhere. Scattered. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. seems a little disrespectful. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, it's really beautiful. It's yeah. really, a, it's really a, um, a a Broadway theater. Yeah. Really. If you're just jumping in, it's uh, Paul Mercurio is our guest, and he's going to be at uh, Punchline tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. I saw this, dude. How cool is this on your podcast you got to sit down with john cleese 
Yeah. How, that's uh, it, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I had just did him, like, uh, last week. And Especially he, with the death of a, uh, of a, a Terry, Terry Gilliam. Gilliam. Yeah, who yeah. I also had on the podcast. He was great. And you know what? Like, you know, I like to prepare. I'm yeah. sure you guys like research, whatever. Sure. It just throw it out the window. He immediately starts, like, <laughs> I go, well, it's uh, great to have a huge star, uh, John Cleese. And he goes, uh... I think Huge Star is kind of underselling me. I think I need something bigger. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, okay. uh, He goes, how about uh, uh, Massive Star? I go, well, okay. How about Legend? No, Legend doesn't do it either. And then we settled on Intergalactic Legend. (laughs) Okay. Nice. And then just started. He talked about going to Terry Gilliam's. He he talks about death a lot. He's always been preoccupied. In fact, that's been, if you watch any documentary on on the uh, the Monty Python, the troop, right from the beginning. That was always one of the main driving. He he is. I guess I don't know if he's bipolar or whatever, but he's got mood issues yeah. that he's very open about. Yeah, and uh, so, but it somebody with all that can be that funny. Yeah, he basically. I think he minds that darkness. You know. Yeah, yeah. His mother was really tough on him. He could never satisfy his mother. He talks about that, and then he, you know he talked about Graham Chapman and Graham you know, like that he had a drinking problem. Yeah, yeah. And he talked about the day they realized that, that they were in a trailer getting ready for something, and uh, I think it was. A guy to like op- they were writing something and they needed to go into uh, this briefcase or whatever this case that uh, Graham had and he opened it and it was noon and he and he looked at the bottle and it was a bottle of vodka and he and er- Eric turned to John Cleese and said that bottle was full two hours ago <sighs> and this is the middle of the day and then he said after the third year he had to leave because he couldn't work with Graham like he couldn't write he couldn't do anything and uh, so John's doing this tour where they're screening. The Holy Grail, and he's doing commentary and answering questions and stuff. is really cool. It, it, I was a little intimidated, like, at first. And then once I got into it, I'm like, okay, I'm all right. Well, you had McCartney as well, right? Yeah, yeah. that guy's a hack. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, he was, those, yeah. those are, yeah. I mean, those are the things that put you, especially when you don't want to run the risk of fanboying out mm. and, and making it, you yeah. know, you become that Farley bit, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. You see it's the Terminator. Like, hey, Paul, <laughs> you had a wife with one leg. What's that like? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Uh, Are you still there? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> like, and uh, so I just made that about music. Yeah, yeah. that's really all I cared about. So we yeah. just talked about music. Yeah, I, I interviewed Paul back in 1993, and uh, I was nervous, nervous yeah. beyond belief. He was just a gentleman. He, really he made was. me really relax. I yeah. couldn't believe yeah. how comfortable I got after a while. Yeah, talking and he, he was totally patient with me because when I met him initially, it was at the Colbert Report. And as I'm talking to him in the hallway, I just got so close to his face. I turned into like the close talker in Seinfeld and he, to the point where he's like leaning backwards. Because <laughs> it's like Paul McCartney. Like you always see him. I'm like, he's, I'm like is it real? I, yeah. And I was like so close like. You know those chimps that clean fleas off their mates on like the animal planet? Yeah, like, yeah. I could have cleaned ticks off his eyebrows. Like that's how close. And but he, he, we just talked. And I found out later when I, I the reason I asked, I, I asked him, and he said yes, he would do my podcast. And I think it was because I didn't ask him for an autograph and didn't ask for a picture. I just. To talk to him like a normal person. Well, that's pretty cool. Because I, mean, they, I think they, they, I'm sure they get tired of, like me, I'm a huge star. Right. And uh, <laughs> when people want to talk, no. He it, just it, wanted to be t- dealt with like a normal person. So that's, you know, I didn't have a plan. I just was like, poor guy probably gets like, nobody talks to him like, like he's normal and real, and so that's what I did, and it kind of worked out. But yeah, yeah. it was really cool. Uh, it's cool. It's cool to score them when they get in. And, and, yeah. and if you, honestly, at a certain point, you get, 
if you do your due diligence, if you do your homework, uh, they right. they know that they can tell instantly, and then it, then you get something. Yeah, exactly. And uh, like I had Billy Bob Thornton on, and I was like really in a bad mood, and I noticed that he can be difficult with people. So yeah. I said to my wife before I got on, I go, "If this guy's a jerk, I'm hanging up on him." Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then like about halfway in, he goes, "Hey man, I think I appreciate you really did your research. Uh, I get asked stupid questions all the time. This is a good interview. Thank you." And I yelled at my wife. I go, hey, Carol, Billy Bob thinks I'm funny and cool. <laughs> I go, Billy, you like apple pie? He goes, yeah. I go, Carol, make him an apple pie. We're going to send him an apple pie. <laughs> the, guy, the guy thinks I'm nuts. He, you know? He's cool. He's like, I mean, we, we had oh. one time because he, he, he's been with some of the most beautiful women in yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. So does, that, yeah. does that ever get old? And he, he, he pauses and he, he goes, surprisingly not. <laughs> <laughs> I was nervous when we had him on because yeah. he can turn yeah. on an interviewer and yeah. we, we had a good interview yeah. with him, which was great. And you don't but... want to stiffen up, you know? And then, yeah. But he said to me, he goes, I've been asked a question like, what kind of omelet do I think Bruce Springsteen likes? That's what he <laughs> what I asked, what he was asked by somebody. And I'm like, uh, I know the answer to that. No. And uh, so I think if you just talk to him in a normal way, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah, we we had who do we we had Chris Hardwick and he was talking about um, the Harrison Ford would be on that level where right. you're like yeah. Jesus Christ, right? And here's there's another guy who doesn't suffer no lack of preparation, on, you know, yeah. and and so and and not that he was he just he he couldn't find his footing, so he takes ownership of uh, Hardwick does for just bombing that out, you yeah. know, yeah. Because if they smell blood, a lot of times when when we first started doing this show, we had to sort of fight an uphill battle because, you know, there's a lot of shows yeah. and they have a lot of experiences that a lot of times not so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once we hit our footing and then reputation got out, it started to work in our favor. Well, and I, we, we remind our guests that they want to tell stories about annoying women. So, yeah. right. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. So, okay, good. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> So I've been doing this one-man show. Um, Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, where I, t- I bring people on stage and they tell stories from their lives. Yeah. And I actually, we're, gonna t- we're talking about taking it on the road and I want to take it to Philly. And, you know, basically I just realized from doing stand-up, like people have these amazing stories and if we talk, we connect. And if we connect, maybe things aren't as divisive as they are, right? right? It's not a political show, but just everybody's like, I think we're all in the same boat together, right? So yeah. I'm talking to people, and it's just a complete improv. And then this is what, and this is what I mean: like everybody wants everything to be fair, too. That's the other thing; like people need to stop. It's all okay. So this woman comes up to me after the show, like a fifty-something-year-old woman, and she goes, um, "I really liked your show." And then when their voice goes up, you know, there's like a butt coming, like <laughs> sure, uh, right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and uh, she goes, um, "But I noticed you talk to the men a little bit longer than you talk to the women, and it would be nice if you talk to them an equal amount of time." And thank you, women, for shaking your head, right? And I looked at her and I said, uh, "This is why I talk to men more than I do." Women. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and she goes, "What?" I go, "It doesn't." First of all, I go, "You're being inappropriate, and you owe me an apology." She went, "What?" I go, "You owe me an apology. You're being inappropriate." She goes, "What?" I go, "Look, the problem with our society is, sorry, I'm getting amped up here. Okay, it's social media thinks uh, you uh, you have an opinion all the time. You could put it out there. Sometimes keep your friggin' opinion to yourself. Okay, yeah. Yeah. you don't. You shouldn't. Go, you know, that was an improv. I can't plan that. I can't go up and go. Oh, I got to talk to a woman. I got to talk to a man. I got to talk to a black guy. I got to talk to a transgender gerbil. Like I can't do that. Right." She goes, well, I go, no, there's no but here. You owe me an apology. She goes, I go, look, you thought the way this conversation was going to go was you were going to go, you know, and I was, as a guy, especially a white guy, I'm sorry. I love women. I didn't mean to buy that. My my wife has a vagina. Huge fan. (laughs) I'm told that I came from a vagina. I don't know. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I can't play this game. Now, meanwhile, my son is pulling me away by the arm, right? And uh, and I said, it, it just... 
doesn't work like this. You need to, it can't be, or people want to sort of have it both ways, right? So I, I get on the subway in New York and the door closes and there's a woman sitting across from me and I don't know her. And she goes like this to me. She goes, uh, you're an a-hole. <laughs> like yeah. that loud yeah, on yeah. the subway. And I go, what? She goes, you're an a-hole. I go, what? She goes, you're an a-hole. And I'm like, did I date you at one time? <laughs> She's like, no. I go, well, why am I an a-hole? She goes, well, there was a woman over there. She wanted a seat. You should have given her your seat. Now, I have a rule. If you ask me to see, I'll give you a seat. You got a busted arm. You're pregnant. You got a lot of bags. You're old. You're sick. Whatever. I'll give you my seat. Yeah. If, 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 man or woman, my age or below and you're healthy, ah, <laughs> go F yourself. I'm not giving you my seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just not. Because if you want to be equal, which you should be, you're equal all the time. So you can't pick your spots. I like you. You nod at everything I say. <laughs> I'm going to get you more glasses. Um, and, and, and better ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to go. Oh, he wow. bought that himself. Yeah, that's, that's right. Sweet. Oh, was I not supposed to do that? No, 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 no. no you bought them. I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to get him with, good with women. Oh my and god, that's so them. funny. Um, so wow. um, I said, well, wh- why was I supposed to give her my seat? She goes, you're a man, and a man should give a woman a seat. This is a 28 year old woman. I go, oh, I go, well, then I'm going to need a scorecard. She goes, why? I go, well, I need to know what day I'm supposed to treat women as equal and what day I'm supposed to hold the door and give my seat. So why don't you tell me what day I'm on? And I mean it. Yeah. And she goes, I go, if you care so much about it, why don't you give her your... This actually happened on the subway. And as it's happening, people are looking like, yeah, 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 yeah. this is awesome, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah, exactly, because it's like entertainment for them. And we're going stop after stop after stop. And then like with me, like it's the Italian thing, the switch goes and I can't stop. And my yeah. wife is like, you got to calm down. I'm like, I can't. And she's like, if someone's going to shoot you, I'm like, fine, then I'm going to take somebody with me. But that's the way to go. I got to go that way. Go down the place of glory. So this is, all, this is all happening in real time. Right. So I go, if, why don't you give her your seat if you care so much? She goes, no. I go, why? She goes, I don't feel like it. Yeah. And I'm like, you're a really crappy debater, you know that? Yeah. I go, well, I think you're a hypocrite. She goes, well, you're an a-hole. You're a hypocrite. A-hole, hypocrite. And everybody on the train that was like watching tennis, like, yeah. oh, my God, I love you so much. <laughs> and then we got to the stop. It was un- wasn't our stop. It was the stop of the woman who was at the center of this, right, who I was supposed to let sit was down. Was she paying attention? Yeah, she was just yeah. looking like yeah. like a school mom, like you two kids, you know, right? Yeah. And she, she great question, because the door opens, and she stops in the door, and she looks back, and she goes, hey. I heard the two of you arguing. You ruined my ride. And remember something. We're New Yorkers. We're all a-holes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, that, and, that, and that's, that, really, that really happens. That's and so, outstanding. And so, like, you know, it's just, like, it, it's, it just comes from every. And then, you know, now they want to have, like, um, safe spaces in college, right? Yeah. Where not physical spaces, but spaces where the conversation is not going to be offensive to these kids. Mm-hmm. And that, no, because the real world is going to eat them up. It, it, there are no rules in the real world. The safe space in the real world is a coffin. That's it, right? So you can't, they have to be, they, you, you have to condition them and get them ready. I think there should be like a core level 101 course, a curriculum to get them ready for a real, like a 101 course, right? Like arguing with customer service. That should be a course, right? Customer there. service, which exactly. I would, which I would totally teach. Mm. Or to a level 401 course, like, asking for the supervisor like that's that because i'm like that guy right because there's no 
customers like i've spent half my life in home depot trying to buy stuff because nobody knows anything in home depot yeah it's a retirement home for carpenters and plumbers and electricians really it is yeah, i mean yeah. listen nothing against older people they have that smock with their name on it's not so that you know the name is so that they remember who oh. they are yeah. and they never stay in their own department just stay in your own department yeah. like robert's supposed to be in siding but he's in paints he yeah. doesn't know anything about paint right. they should have cameras in the ceiling so when these people wander you can just yell at them like robert get out of paint go back into siding <laughs> Like, like, like they're in their own paddocks. They're really in their own Right? Uh, like in Jurassic Park. Exactly. Man. Exactly. I love That's it. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man, Paul, we got to wrap it up. I'm sorry, man, but oh, it's man, so good to have fine. you back yeah, in man. Philadelphia. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's great to be on with you guys. He's going to be here for not only shows tonight and tomorrow, but also on Sunday there is a show, and you want to get your tickets at punchlinephilly.com. So tonight... Valentine's Day, great uh, date yes. night coming yeah. out, yeah. 730 yeah. and 945. And tomorrow night, same times, and then the Sunday show is at 7.30. But don't miss Paul, because it's been a while since you've been back in Yeah, town. man, it's been a couple of years, and so now, you know, back and, and, and be back again. And if you're talking about that tour coming back in, let us know. Yes, yeah, I would love to. We'd, we'd love, love to. have you back in, and yeah. we'll help you promote that for I'm sure. Really, yeah, I'm really proud of it. It's been, and next time I come in, I'll tell you some amazing stories from people. Oh, my God. We love it. Incredible. Yes, thank you. You guys are awesome, Let's man. hear it for you. Paul, guys. Paul yeah. Ontario. Yeah. Uh, and line. I love your glasses. Give me the rose back. It's expensive. <laughs> Take a break and be right back. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents a sold-out concert event. The original lineup of live. Thursday, February 20th at the sold-out Excite Center at Parks Casino. Ed Kowalczak, Chad Taylor, Patrick Dalheimer, and Chad Gracie. Live rocks the house. All this week, Pierre Robert has free tickets and passes to meet the band. WMMR.com for complete details on live sold-out February 20th show at the Excite Center. From Parks Casino and 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Hi, right, thanks, Kath. You know what uh, I want to do? I want to give away these right now. I do have some tickets to see Paul Mercurio, who was just here ah. uh, for the Sunday show. He's so uh, good. At Punchline. And I'll take the first three callers if you'd like to go. It's 21 and over show, so keep that in mind. But Sunday is when it is. I think it's at 7.30. Uh, so we'll take three callers. 215-263-WMMR. And go check him out. You'll love the show. He's such a great yeah. guy. I love it. Um, you know what? We've spent a little bit of time, but today is indeed Valentine's Day. So I think... Um, Sweet mystery of life, at last I found you. So, I know, I, know I really could sing opera if I committed you to could. it. You could. You absolutely could. Well, I wanted to congratulate a co-worker uh, because she's getting married today. Lauren Henwood is... Uh, Henwood! Yeah, she's going to have the same uh, anniversary as you, Steve. And uh, Lauren is a great person, a really good salesperson, she a really is, good she's friend. She's awesome. She's just uh, beautiful and kind and terrific at her job. And yeah. I wish her nothing but the best. And her husband, her husband-to-be, is, is awesome a complete as well. Creep. He's a total loser. And, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, no, 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 I meant no. nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, he's again? awesome. Autocorrect. Uh, Robbie. What? Uh, did you think I not knew his name or something? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, Robbie. It's Robbie Handjob. Yeah, yeah. No, Robbie's a great guy, and he's uh, he's a lot of fun as well. So, congrats to both of them. Smiley's nice. my favorite. That's why I was. <laughs> By the way, it's Saint Valentine's Day. If uh, <laughs> you ask my mother, it's yeah? it's always happy it... Happy Saint Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, yeah. She makes it a point to say that it's Saint Valentine's Day. Okay. Well, I uh, in in case you hadn't made any plans, uh, I have this list from Elite Daily of last minute date ideas. 
Ooh. for Valentine's Day. These so, are always very obvious. So you and your bae can make the most of it. Oh, it actually says bae? It does say bae. Wow. Oh, man. Uh, so you want a couple of these things? Yeah, I do, because maybe some people are caught with uh, with nothing to do. And it's uh, honestly, when it ends up on a Friday... Uh, you can have a romantic weekend, and these are these are simple things. These are these are things that you can go, go outside. So, yeah, actually, one of them is to like that. Yeah, uh, here's one that it says: try role playing in and out of the bedroom. All right, uh, to change things. I'm up. the prison guard. Pretend to be strangers who meet at a bar and then head home to get it on. Throw on some wigs. Yeah. And try out a fake accent or two. <laughs> Kat, this is right out of your yeah, Dennis' absolutely. playbook. I mean, God. Um, I'm Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> oh, stop it. I'm going to emancipate your proclamation. Uh, but here's here's one that uh, that actually is a little bit more feasible than Go that. Inside. That seems a little goofy. That seems a little... That's uh, pretty stupid. Yeah. I had no role, role playing. I get and some people enjoy doing that, but... Most of us would feel like idiots. But uh, according to this uh, particular expert, who is Jacques Jones, sex educator, and the he directed Jacques, and the owner of <laughs> Sugar, a sex toy store in Baltimore, said, "Make the bedroom off limits for a bit. Have sex in the living room, the bathroom, the hallway, whatever works. The garage. So try changing it up. Yes, a little bit, and that might kind of freshen things up for this special day. How about sex in your neighbor's house? It says uh, changing the location <laughs> makes things feel different and new." Yeah. So I that's mean, not a bad suggestion. When was the last time you actually went and did something like that in a place that you're not supposed to? Like a like not supposed to? Yeah, like not supposed to. Like in your car oh, in a parking man. lot or in a uh a dressing room or on the balcony behind the Pope as he delivered Easter Mass. Yeah, something like that. It's been years and years. Uh long, long time since we've done anything. You like don't that. have the luxury because you, you there are kids and with you, Casey as well, there are kids around the house, right? Yeah. Well, and, you really but have to but plan he means it. like in, in an almost public place or yeah, something like, like that. Ooh, in the car. Yeah. Uh it's been a long, long time. We have done the car thing before, but it's been ages. Ages, ages, ages. Uh, Nick, you got arrested on the beach a couple of years ago. Did you not for doing that? <laughs> arrested, arrested is a strong term. <laughs> Detained? Wait, did you? Frowned upon. <laughs> you, you, you did. Yeah, it was, it was beach patrol, and then, like they they weren't real cops. <laughs> oh my god! Did you get fined? No, I get politely asked to leave. He got spoken to. Wait, yeah. I don't remember. So take your medals and check and get out of here. This was post divorce, pre girlfriend. Post-divorce pre-girl. Okay. Yeah. So, so oh, you probably yeah. don't want to talk about so it. So you were just by yourself? Yeah. That is disgusting. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's another one. Uh, and thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> you, you, you told the story on the air. I know. A while ago. Here's another one. <laughs> Order your favorite takeout and have a nice romantic night in. Oh, God, God damn, that's smart. Stay in with your partner. Order your favorite thanks takeout. Thanks for your tips. Play <laughs> a game. Watch your favorite movie. Or just stare into each other's eyes. Oh, that sounds boring. Do what makes you happy. Or just sit in the chair and listen to the clicking of the clock at the person you love. <laughs> All right. What has my life become? <laughs> I could go outside. <laughs> I could go to the beach. <laughs> or I could just sit here. Killer. <laughs> just kill her. I killed her. <laughs> All right, here's another one. This is not a bad idea. Uh, go on a road trip, even if it's just for a day. 
So you Honey, can, I'm in Albuquerque. So you can take off somewhere that's in driving distance from here. All right, right. right. With and, your partner. Uh, no. Yes, with your partner. Oh, okay. Why right. didn't you take me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Great idea. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm coming <Next> back. <laughs> uh, no, it says uh, take a train, bus, drive, fly, whatever works. Consider it an adventure. And that's something you could do last you night. That's a great romantic to... train ride. The train ride to Harrisburg, Preston. <laughs> yes, we've heard. We've heard tell. Uh, but no, you could go out to like Hershey or something like that. You know? You know, this requires, again, these are things that just go for it and try to make it fun. Uh, these are obvious things, but if you s- put a little panache into it. Yeah. That's actually a decent suggestion. The other ones are kind of stupid. Take a class together. Yeah. I like that. Like you what know, kind I, of class? I had, <laughs> like maybe making succulent arrangements. <laughs> oh, How about your learner's class? permit test, Preston? <laughs> I took a cooking class. That was fun. Together uh, or? Yeah, yeah. That was okay. a date night. That was I really enjoyed that. I'm it not ended very up good with cook. you on the beach alone. No, <laughs> this was with a girlfriend. Um, but yeah, that was that was really enjoyable. And I'm not a very good cook, so you know you actually get some instruction out of it too. I had no. actually recommended something like that, like a pottery class or or something, and uh, it was met with uh, disdain by your wife. Yeah, no, she was like, no, nah, I'm not. <laughs> I hate him so much. Uh, hate his guts. Disdain. I don't know. She didn't really care for the idea. Of taking a class together? Yeah, I guess it wasn't the right class. Let's take a class. (laughs) Pottery class. It doesn't make me feel so good. (laughs) I don't feel so good. (laughs) Do they have classes on how to murder your husband? By the way, did you guys see the uh, Preston Steve Valentine's that uh, Nick Murphy was creating? One of them says, I'm going to make you feel so good. Oh, it does? Yes. (laughs) Are those on social media yet? I don't know where they are just yet. Okay. Um, Marissa just mouthed something. Casey got one, right? You, you got the Delco one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I posted that on my, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, on my Instagram. Okay. I don't feel so good. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't feel so <laughs> it is going to be such a romantic Valentine's Day. All right, and then the last suggestion. Honey, on I need list. you some diarrhea. <laughs> this one's pretty lame. Cook a special meal together and exchange love letters. But you could do that if you guys, if you don't have anything planned tonight, you could plan a meal. I don't know about the love letter thing, but a card is always nice. You know what my friend did? She took, she hates spending money on, she's kind of like me with with free shipping. She hates spending money on cards. She thinks, thinks it's the price of the cards now is just ridiculous. Right. So she refuses to buy cards. So she went, she was at Target and she found a card that she thought would be great for her husband. She took a picture of it, the outside and the inside, and she texted it to him and said, happy there Valentine's you go. Day. God, I, love I, was, her. I was reading a tweet yesterday <laughs> that so in love with her. the couple went to the card store, picked out cards, exchanged them with each other, read them, and then stuck them back in the, uh, on, on the, uh, on the shelf. Even that's sort of romantic and cute. They're expensive. It is kind of yeah, cute. Yeah. If you were doing you know, it's good. Also, and this is our, what go, go to the store. You both pick out underwear you like. Go make love in one of the try on rooms. <laughs> oh my God, stop then put it. the no. put the underwear back on the racks. I, I wouldn't do oh, that. Oh, you know what? Get linens as well. So yeah, towels yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Clean yourself and up. wipe wipe your privates yeah. off with your towels. <laughs> <laughs> then repackage them. Oh God! That's why I wash everything before I use it. Uh, All right. Yeah. How about if you don't have a, a significant other? So I've got these tips from Mashable. Get really drunk. <laughs> How to get through Valentine's Day if you're not coupled up. And by the oh, way, you're gonna love these. Okay, you're gonna love. You these. can have a good. There's. You can have some absolutely fine. Sometimes you'll find pressed. I don't know if you had ever been single during a Valentine's Day, but um, the, the the there's. I would always say easy pickings, but there, there's. 
there is a sense of... There are other single people. Right. Mm-hmm. And hookups are, can be brokered a lot easier. Just like Arani sang, friend, my friend Amy in college, she uh, was not dating somebody on a Valentine's Day. And I remember coming home from my Valentine's Day dinner and I could see natty ice cans oh my yeah. God. stacked in a pyramid in the window of her apartment. Oh I lived across the courtyard. And so our other friend, te- um, well, she probably didn't text me at the time. She probably called me um, and said, come over. She's trying to get through a case of beer on Valentine's oh Day. Oh, my God. So I went over and, yes, yeah, she she would just stack them up in the window in, in like a pyramid so we could all see them. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was it was a fun night. <laughs> okay, well, this here, here's your here's your uh, suggestion. You're you're single for Valentine's Day. Yeah, and how to essentially get through the day. All right, celebrate other kinds of love. Love your friends, family, or even your pet. Uh-huh. Banish. <laughs> negative, what are you doing with that dog? Banish negative <laughs> thoughts. Say something nurturing about yourself when negative thoughts about being single come into uh, view. Well, if you have kids, I mean that's. You know, like you mm-hmm. get them a Valentine, and here you go. Yeah, that's what you do. No, no, you're I love you so much. I mean, I really love you. Uh, it looks like a heart. You ruined the. I love you, this butthole. Not a thing. I love you, this butthole. You just made that up. Look at my butthole. It looks like a chocolate heart. Oh God. Uh, no, this is distract yourself with other things. How about doing a jigsaw puzzle? Oh, come on. That'll get you through it. Or maybe inviting your single friends over for game night. I, uh, I'm glad you invited me over. (laughs) I was just about to kill myself. All right, here's another one. Have some me time. Get a massage. Buy an expensive coffee. Watch watch your favorite movie with a glass of wine. That'll be $1,000. Expensive coffee. That uh, is their suggestion. This is from broke. Now I'm broken. Iguana crap. <laughs> what? What? What did I? I don't even drink coffee. <laughs> That's expensive. I have coffee breath. Yeah. I'm broke and lonely. Yay! <laughs> See that gum? It was five hundred dollars. <laughs> it just said buy something expensive. Yeah. Buy an expensive coffee, watch your favorite movie with a glass of wine, or anything else to treat yourself. Mm. I think the people that are single, are you know, they they want to be able to celebrate Valentine's Day, and they can't because they don't have somebody else. And then the people who are not are, don't really care about Valentine's and, Day. And, and people who are single should hear that. And also remember, for a lot of people who are involved, it's it's more of a, an albatross, you know, to have to deal with it. But the... the uh, I... I I think also there many is the time if you get good at, at at being able to just have fun and hang out with friends by your when you're single you're not as likely to get yourself involved with someone just to get involved with someone mm-hmm. and you can stop like a psych I I I've known friends throughout the years who just come over and over again would repeat that cycle because they didn't know how to be alone or just be single well, I but told there you was about a- my, my friend who who breaks up or gets into some sort of argument and yeah, I, I right. he denies it but I swear it's so that he doesn't have to buy her a gift. There was a time when I was adult though when I was an adult that I was depressingly single. Yeah. I was upset about it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy. I was I was I was uh lonely. Yes. And, and that and, can happen. And I was still I was still getting laid. I was still yeah. meeting people but I it, it You wanted something more. I wanted somebody. I yeah. wanted to be in love with somebody and I, and I remember that clearly. God, I called a freaking I called a telephone psychic. Did you? To see if I... if Miss Cleo? It wasn't Miss Cleo, but it was one of those. <laughs> You're not going to find someone. And I, I and I was I was asking, am I ever going to meet anybody? That's how... That's the level I got you to. You poor sap, I, right? man. 
I know. I know. And Am I ever going to find someone? I was still, I was having sex. It wasn't that. I had three testicles. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I wanted to find somebody. You that, wanted a deeper connection. Yeah, I wanted somebody who uh, who I would love. And, and it was, uh, yeah, it, it can be that way. Uh, all right, here's another suggestion on how to get through Valentine's Day if you're single. Make it an errand day. Ah. Uh, if you have the day off, keep yourself busy by getting your errands done. Okay. That's what I'll do. Yes. <laughs> I'll run all my errands. Today I'm going to clean all my guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I'm going to work on the I'll work on the car in the garage with the garage door down. Uh, this one says have sex. You don't need to be in a couple to get some. You don't even have to be with anyone. Call a friend with benefits if you have one. Sure. Or, or fly solo. Maybe some of your friends provide dental. So you could do that. And then the last suggestion on how to get through Valentine's Day if you're not a, a, in a relationship. Go away. Go away. <laughs> get the F out of here. Wait. <laughs> Uh, if you have the money to do it, take the weekend. Take a weekend away, maybe to visit a friend that you haven't seen in a while. What would you consider, by the way, on a on a something that's tangential to this? If you're going to be, if you were creating the mood, or you just want to feel that sense of romance, what would you consider the romance movie to go to? If you're going to, if you're gonna, you're gonna watch a movie, put on a movie that really captures wow. what you believe romance to be. <sighs> I would say The Notebook, but my God, is that sad. Oh, my yeah. God, it's horribly sad. I mean, it's 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 about a, an extremely deep love, but um, that's not the right one. Right. No, Say um, Anything's a good one. Say Anything is a good one. I mean, Titanic is very romantic. Yeah. You know, that's that a classic well. to go to. We know how wonderful <laughs> that ends. Two Girls in a Cup. Yeah. Yeah. If you want but they're romance. sharing a cup like that? I don't know. What do you think? I think you pick some good choices. I, I I tend to go for ones that are just sort of um, the heart is a lonely hunter is 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 a, a movie that hits a, and it's God. not really a romance movie. I just every every movie that's popping in my head is thoroughly depressing. They usually end uh, poorly. Untamed Heart. Yeah, an incredibly. It's about a, a deep love, but dear God, is it a sad right, ending? You know, I, I got one. I, I, okay. I'm sorry to just jump in here. <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, okay. Oh, is Brooklyn is a, a good ending. Yeah. Gorgeous, beautiful, yeah, that's a good wonderful one. movie. Yeah. Uh, when Harry Met Sally. Okay. Yes. That's that's good. And you get it's a romantic comedy. Oh yeah, it's Sleepless in Seattle. That ends on Valentine's Day. Yes. Does it? Yeah. You never okay. saw it? Uh I I've they go to New York. Blocked it out. I, I didn't They're very sleepless. I didn't think it was that great. They can't they're sleep at all. Hey, somebody, uh Notting Hill. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. Overboard. Uh, that's just a good movie. Overboard is a great romantic movie. Yeah. No, it's well, the, mean, the remake sucks. I did. I, I refused to see the remake. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, overboard, it's like you know he kidnaps a woman, uh, and then you yeah. know, and then makes her his his slave. Uh, his slave. Mm-hmm. Well, what about Titanic? How come we never heard about this? Hey, we had a, we had a list pulled up here. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians. That's a, a, a current one. That's that's very romantic. Now it also says on here, "Stars Born." Yet again, no, yeah. another incredibly sad ending. Oh, wait, uh, he wasn't dead. <laughs> yeah. Big Fat Greek Wedding, that's a cute one, huh? That's a good one. Yeah. That's a fun, cute, nice love story. Do you guys know what my first date uh, movie was with my girlfriend? Did I ever tell you this? Yes. Uh, no, no, I know what you lost your lad. No, 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 no. With my girlfriend, my current girlfriend, and uh, surprisingly, this is actually a romantic movie, Deadpool. Well, the, the the second or the first? First one. Okay, yeah, because yeah, it's, it, it's it's about it's a love movie. Yeah. It is. In fact, Deadpool says it at the yeah. beginning is a love story. Yeah, it's a love story. Yeah. Oh, that's right. My wife made me go see a different movie, and I wanted to see Deadpool. And that movie, what was it? It sucked. 
I go, dude. And it was supposed to be like a, a happy love movie. I was like, Deadpool was more of a love movie you than that seen one. Deadpool. I wish I could remember oh, what it was. I just want to tell you, the movie you brought me to sucked. She agreed. She agreed. La I La wish Land. I could remember what La La Land. We're oh. looking at these. That's no, but La La Land is it's got a less than standard uh, love story ending to it. It's a, I love it. It's one of my favorite movies. It's honest about love, and it's honest about things you sometimes have to give up. Yes, yeah, because they, of of what you want. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, give away the ending. But yeah. there's a point where they kind of agree with each other, and they they join that gorilla army. They join the gorilla <laughs> army. No, that's Rise of Planet. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Lala apes, but. Uh, <laughs> But they kind of see each other and go, yeah, I'm always going to feel this way about you. you but know? we and, had to make these choices to get. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. I love that movie. And I hate musicals. Um, so there's a lot of good stuff out there. Uh, Grease is choose. a good love movie. What is? Grease? Grease? It sort and of is. It just it teaches you a valuable lesson. Become somebody entirely different, and then you'll get the person you want. So the a lot of good Surrender all of your morals, and then you'll get the one you want. The Silver Linings Playbook. I didn't like that movie. You did? Yeah, really? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. What, what did you understand? Lo- what didn't you like about it? They were weirdos. Yeah. yeah they were. Yeah. yeah. I, but I, they found each other. Yeah. But they're, they're, I, and I understand that. I do like uh, odd couples yeah. that come together and in their quirkiness and so forth. But, but there were like scary, weird moments in that when she's standing out in front of the theater going, rape, yeah. rape, he's raping me. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. She was just trying to piss him off. And I don't know. It was too weird for me, but people love it. Rock mm. on. That's great. Whatever floats your Valentine's boat. That is correct. Here's a good one. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's a great movie. That is good. God, that's hilarious. Uh, lots of good one. suggestions. Crazy Stupid Love. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow. Uh, that's something you can do. You can sit down and watch the movie. Be all depressed by yourself. <laughs> Wine and expensive coffee. Yep. Right. Make sure you get an expensive. How much is this coffee? <laughs> expensive coffee. God, how much did you spend on this coffee? One thousand dollars. That definitely helps for coffee. <laughs> Somebody suggested it. There's some stupid list on the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's do everything here on the radio. We got to take a break, but we also have to give away $500 uh, through Dr. Oz. And yesterday on the show, and we'll take caller number 10 to start this with. On yesterday's show, Dr. Oz spoke to women who were caught up in nightmare relationships. One woman named Catalina was conned by a boyfriend who sold her $50,000 worth of items that turned out to be fake. What were those items? 215-263-WMMR. Okay, on the show yesterday... Catalina was conned by a boyfriend or sold her $50,000 worth of items that turned out to be fake. What were those items? 215-263-WMMR is a number. Start with caller number 10. We'll come back in a second. See if we can get a winner. Bizarre File Stories are up next as well. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Green Day. Sturgill Simpson. Papa Roach. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. So we're going to see if we get the correct answer from uh, Dr. Oz last week. Actually, no, I'm sorry. On yesterday's show, Dr. Oz spoke to women who were caught up in nightmare relationships. One woman named Catalina was conned by a boyfriend or sold her $50,000 worth of items that turned out fake. What were those items? That's the question. So I'm going to go to Trisha. Hey, Trisha. 
Good morning. Happy right. Valentine's Day, guys. Happy Aww. Valentine's Day to you. So, Trisha, you're caller number 10. What did this guy try to sell $50,000 worth of that were fake? Gold coins. Gold coins yeah. is correct. Yeah. You got it right, Trisha. We have got Ooh. some uh, cash for you, $500 from Dr. Oz. How about that? All right. Thank you. Go get some coffee. Hang on a second, <laughs> if you can afford it. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to give you a $500 Amex gift card. You can get a daily dose of the Dr. Oz Show each day. Dr. Oz offers health tips, true crime stories, food investigations, celebrity interviews. Watch Dr. Oz Show weekdays at 2, and that's on Fox 29. Today, by the way, celebrity superfan takeover with uh, Morris Chestnut on the show. All right, we're going to do Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, <laughs> WMMR. Presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, uh, it's brought to you by the Philadelphia Fishing Show at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. Uh, February 21st through the 23rd, all things freshwater, saltwater, and fly. PhillyFishingShow.com for more information. A woman celebrating her 26th birthday suffered second-degree burns at a hibachi restaurant when the grill exploded. Oh, man. And both she and the chef caught on fire. What a good time. The incident happened on Sunday when Samantha Myers was at uh, Kimono Japanese Steakhouse in Arkansas to celebrate her 26th birthday with her family. (laughs) According to Myers, she said that they were all eating lunch around a freshly cleaned grill when the chef drew a heart inflammable liquid on the hibachi grill. It's for you. But when uh, the chef held the flame to the liquid, it allegedly exploded. And both Myers and the chef caught on fire. She said, it happened so fast, I just kind of jumped back. And I was like, I'm on fire. Immediately, she ran to the bathroom to splash cold water on her face, which had been... Uh, which had been burned in the accident. Come back, we still have cake. Uh, she said that her family asked for her help from the empl- or had asked for help from the employees while she was in the bathroom, but that uh, nobody at the establishment responded. Uh, Myers was taken to a nearby hospital and treated for first degree burns Jeez. on her face as well as second degree burns on her neck and chest. Uh, doctors also began treating her for an infection on her eyelids due to the accident. <laughs> That's effed up. Yeah, uh, the steakhouse declined to comment, although they did comp them for their meal. Oh, well, that's that's nice. Mm -hmm. And have they made the exploding heart part of all future birthday celebrations? Pretty exciting, I would think so. Wants an exploding heart. A school bus driver was driving with a suspended license when she took 14 students from uh, Avon Avenue School in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, She started off on her normal route to drop off the kids at their homes before she abandoned her route drove the bus to her own home. She allegedly told the bus attendant, you're going to have to handle these kids yourself before she left the bus and just went inside her house. Huh. Police found the bus around 4.30 in the afternoon. They took the unharmed children on board to a nearby precinct for their parents to pick them up. Newark says it's terminated its contract with the organization Why? that provided that bus driver. So what, what was she doing in the house? She just went in? Or she... Uh, she had had it. Was it? She was just done. And, by the way, she was driving with a suspended driver's license. Uh, I want to win the Dr. Oz contest. Right. A man has been charged for allegedly driving drunk to his court hearing with a blood alcohol level nearly four times the legal limit. Wow. James Gerd was in court Thursday for a hearing on an operating while intoxicated charge already that he'd received in December. A statement from the prosecutor's office says Magistrate James Verpalong Noticed concerning behavior by Gerd, 
And Mr. Gerd requested testing. Gerd had officially uh, had difficulty speaking without slurring his words. That's my name. Uh, Gerd. Yeah, make fun of it. Go ahead, Gerd. He allegedly told officers he had a couple of shots. Just a couple of, a couple of 50 shots. And uh, they also found a partly emptied bottle of vodka in his vehicle. Maybe he was figuring, why just go for it now. Yeah, he was arraigned on a charge of operating a vehicle while intoxicated with a high blood alcohol content. Four uh, times. Held on $25,000 bond, yes. You're, 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 you're bordering on lethal. Yeah, he was way wasted. A couple got quite the shock this weekend when they found a frog, a live frog, inside a green pepper that they had purchased oh. at a local <laughs> grocery store. Uh, Nicole Gadnon and uh, Gerald Blackburn reported their discovery to the grocery store. I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, they have put the little amphibian and uh, the pepper in a container. Huh. Uh, officials, this took place in Canada, officials will... Uh, come and collect them and try to figure out where the pepper and the frog originated. Since the pepper is an important product, the frog's file will be transferred to the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. Hey, the frog has a file now. Uh, normally, insects or spiders are found. As for the couple, they say that they find the situation funny, especially since the grocer had no way of knowing there was a frog inside the pepper. No one ate the pepper or the frog, so Blackburn and Gannon... Confirmed uh, that uh, no one got sick as a result of the discovery. Would the pepper be part of the frog's natural diet? I don't know. I wouldn't think so. Or was it just <laughs> using it as an apartment? I'm not really sure. Maybe. Very well could have. Uh, let's see. Let's go with uh, this one. A man, a Detroit man has been arrested after police discovered uh, he moved into another person's seasonal home in northern Michigan. Jeffrey Donius moved the property owner's belongings out of their house, moved his stuff in, changed the locks, and even put a new mailbox on Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Donius well, may... no one was using it. May have been uh, casing other properties, both inside and outside of the county. Uh, some stolen property was recovered, according to the department. Uh, Donius is charged with home invasion. He is uh, lodged into the county jail on a $50,000 bond. I wonder how often similar stuff like that happens, where there are seasonal homes. Yeah, yeah I'll bet you it, it happens on yeah. occasion, yeah. And that's it. That's all I have for you today. And that is your Bizarre File. Hey, I want to mention this, that uh, Marissa has got an event coming up. It is today from 4 to 6. Yeah. Uh, she is going to be, it's at Local Host Arena Philly in Northern Liberties. And this is a special esports event. It's called Path to Pro, How to Be a Player in Esports. And it's sponsored by Harrisburg University of Science and Technology. You can learn more at HU online uh, at uh, harrisburgu.edu. Marissa will be there from 4 to 6 today. You can stop by and meet players from the Philadelphia Fusion and the Houston Outlaws, plus panel discussions with executives uh, from Nerd Street Gamers and the World Gaming Network. And I believe that uh, Marissa is going to be uh, hosting the, the event. She'll be, uh, yeah, she'll be doing the Q&As and stuff like that. So, uh, you can find out if you're good enough to go pro at this warm-up event for the two-night Overwatch League match. Isn't it wild? Taking place. Yeah, Marissa? Yeah, um, the basis is pretty much like there's so much out there. People want to learn how to become pro and uh, or just start a career in gaming. And these players, um, it's like Boombox and um, Flame and Roostin. 
Rooster. That means something yeah. to some yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Ruben um, is a <laughs> Ronald Reagan's slower brother. Yeah. Oh, I love a good Ruben, too. He's quite a gamer. Uh, yeah. Well, so come on out, and these guys are going to kind of give you all sorts of information and insider tips to uh, start your career. Awesome. Excellent. What was Rugen's favorite sandwich? It was... Uh, Yumbo. The Yumbo. It was the Yumbo, a sandwich that used to be served at Burger King. Burger King. They used Canadian bacon. Yeah. Was it a breakfast sandwich? Oh, yes. Okay. It would make Rugen, he'd jump up and down a lot, and sometimes you'd have to tell him to stop because he'd pass out. He'd get so excited. From jumping up and down? Yeah. Because you couldn't tell him well in advance. You'd just have to say, hey, here's a Yumbo, because if you said... In we're an hour, we're going to get a yumbo. He would jump up and down for that full hour and then eventually hurt himself. <laughs> <laughs> yumbo, yumbo, yumbo. Wow. Okay. Is the yumbo a play on words at all? I mean, I, obviously. Yummy, the, yes, um, it jumbo? was uh, for Saskatchewan. <laughs> yum. Well. Is yumbo. A yummy jumbo sandwich? Jumbo, maybe it was yeah. a playoff of that. Maybe was it, it was a big sandwich? La- large, but uh, not it, especially. It was big and yummy. Yeah, Yumbo. Yeah, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's I like bro dozer. By the way, Yumbo is a small industrial city and municipality in Western Colombia. Clearly, maybe it's named after that. <laughs> That's named after that. Yeah. But there, there you go. I we mean, need it, our own sandwich. That makes itself. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. Thank you, Rugen, uh, for joining. Yeah, us. Never a problem. Morning. All right. So... <laughs> We'll come back in a moment, and we will get to music news, trash, uh, lesson question, all that stuff. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Preston and Steve Show, the twilight of our program and the twilight of our work week. Still some stuff for you to win coming up in uh, just a couple of moments, so make sure you don't stray too far. Word of the Week prize. Yep, we're going to give that away in a little while. Uh, Before we do all of that, though, (laughs) we do want to give away something else. We have a lesson question prize. Four pack-up tickets for the Philly Home and Garden Show. You all right? Uh, Yeah, I I have saliva in my body routinely, and I decided to choke on what's been in my mouth for the better part of my life. It does happen. (laughs) Uh, so we're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home and Garden Show, uh, which is this weekend. It's through Sunday at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. So the question we're going to ask this morning is, how many penises does Simon Pegg's Star Trek character Moat have? 215-263-WMMR. Okay. That was from uh, our 6 o'clock hour this morning. How many penises does Simon Pegg's Star Trek character Moat have? 215-263-WMMR. That is our number, and we will do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you this morning by Godshall's Turkey Bacon. 80% less fat than pork bacon, but 100% of the taste. Available at Acme, ShopRite, Redner's, Walmart, and Sam's Club. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Gwen Stefani canceling a few of her Just a Girl Las Vegas shows due to health issues. Stefani's reportedly developed severe scoliosis due to the weight of her makeup. That's tough. Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire admitted he was pleasuring himself when he was arrested for public exhibition in a park last week. 
McGuire uh, led the obvious onslaught of baseball double entendres by issuing a statement cleverly saying he was, quote, furiously jerking it. Oh, mm. oh my God. I don't know if that's a baseball phrase. And finally, this is pretty wild. Former Rolling Stones bass guitarist Bill Wyman is selling the original amplifier he used to audition for the Rolling Stones. Wyman says he received the amp in 1962 on his 40th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, we'll see if we can get a winner. We are looking for the answer to this question. How many penises does Simon Pegg's Star Trek character Moat have? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Jen, see if she knows the answer. Hey there, Jen. Hey. Hey, so how many characters, did, uh, how many penises did Moat have? Nine. Nine! Nine. <laughs> All right, hang on, Jen. We'll get your information. You have just won a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home and Garden Show, which is today through Sunday at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. And for more information, you can just go, and also discount tickets, by the way, go to yeah. Philly Home and Garden Show. Dot com. We're going to get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right, just a couple things for you. We'll start with this. Uh, Rage Against the Machine has unveiled a plan to combat online ticket scalping for its ah. upcoming reunion tour. While the tickets for the 40-date public service announcement trek are officially actually the hit sale yesterday... Uh, you could already buy tickets for most shows on StubHub and for festival dates on Ticketmaster at hugely jacked up prices. On Wednesday, a statement was posted on Rage's official website, uh, which said, in part, we are doing everything we can to protect 90% of the Rage Against the Machine tickets from scalpers. And then we are holding in reserve 10% of the seating, random seats throughout each venue, uh, to sell at a higher ticket price, but low enough to undercut the scalpers. Uh, we will donate 100% of the money over the base ticket price to charities and activist organizations in each city. The with, statement. Yep. Go ahead. With the most effective way, though, to ensure that there was no scalping to hold all ticket sales to three quarters of the way through the show. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to get those. Uh, the statement continues saying, we are confident this will help many more fans get tickets at face value and put a big dent in the aftermarket gouging. We hate scalping as much as you do, and we'll continue to try and find ways to combat it. Uh, if you want to hear new music from Pearl Jam, all you have to do is point your smartphone to the moon. A week before the official release of the signal, uh, the single Super Blood Wolf Moon, Universal Music Group, and creative studio Powster have teamed for an augmented reality experience that can be unlocked via Pearl Jam's web app. Uh, fans can point their cell phone cameras at the moon, triggering on-screen animations around and over the actual moon. Along- wow! Along with a preview of Super Blood Wolf Moon, uh, fans will also be able to access a pre-order page for the single ahead of its February 18th release. Uh, Android and iOS users can visit the moon.pearljam.com site and unlock the uh, augmented reality experience. Is that Eddie Vedder's new superhero, Super Blood Wolf Moon? Maybe. Uh, Powster, CEO Stay Thompson, 
uh, said in a statement, we're honored to be working with Pearl Jam to bring their music to life through technology blended with the elements of nature that inspired their tone. What was that bottle of booze you had, Preston? And you did a little uh, Instagram video on it where the label changed when you used your phone on it. It was a yeah. cool marketing thing. It's called uh, 19 Crime. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I love this stuff. Pretty interesting. Uh, the activation displays their innovation and creative energy going into their new album. Ozzy Osbourne has revealed in a new interview with the Los Angeles Times that he was first diagnosed with Parkinson's disease back in 2003. What? Yeah. He said that uh, he disclosed that he was uh, stricken with the disease, remember, last month on Good Morning America. But he told the Times, I'm not dying from Parkinson's. I've been working with it most of my life. I've cheated death so many times. If tomorrow you read Ozzy Osbourne never woke up this morning, you wouldn't go, oh, my God. You go, well, it finally caught up with yeah. him. <laughs> That's uh, true. Ozzy, who noted that the medication he takes for tremors can cause short-term memory loss, hopes to resume a solo farewell tour later this year. Uh, of course, it had neck surgery earlier last year to correct an old injury that he aggravated, forcing him to stay off the road for all of 2019. Well, for the large portion of what was going on, he's been doing pretty well with it. Yeah. Uh, Metallica has announced that its second annual All Within My Hands, Helping Hands concert uh, has been rescheduled from March to September. The event will now be held on September 12th at the Masonic in San Francisco. Uh, Last year's concert saw the band take uh, to the stage acoustically with proceeds from the shows and an accompanying auction raising over $1.3 million for charity. I wonder how they are acoustically. Uh, funds raised from it uh, went toward Feeding America and the American Association of Community Colleges. They did uh, bridge school one year, Steve. Were uh, they good? And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was funny because I, I don't remember if it was James or Lars afterwards saying that it was one of the hardest things they've ever had to do. Because it's very they... difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult performance. <laughs> I'm not used to playing acoustically. <laughs> That's pretty much how it went. I didn't even know I could do that. That's good. <laughs> Man. You just said it was I know. difficult. Okay. I, I had uh, some sweet tarts in my hand. And as I was about to talk, a sweet tart went flying out of my hand. <laughs> and then I watched it roll on the floor all the way over and fell into the corner of the floor and over there. Happened. <laughs> the sweet tart flew out of his hand and fell on the floor. We'll return to daylight after this. Sometimes life gives you signs. <laughs> like that one that says, yeah. you're cute. <laughs> Casey's not feeling well today. Yeah. Oh, man. The doctor recommended sweet tarts. One, <laughs> one last story. Mars gave them to me. I was playing uh, a One game. last story. All right. You can't get through it. I got to tell you about this game. No, I've got a doctor's appointment I got to get to. <laughs> okay. Rush's oh, classic album, Permanent Waves, turned 40 last month. And for those wondering whether the album will be honored with a special reissue, those plans appear to be happening next month. Three different 40th anniversary reissues. Listing of Permanent Waves appeared on Amazon recently with a release date set for March 27th. Uh, the reissue will be available in a 2CD and 3LP and Super Deluxe Edition filled with all sorts of extras, including an exclusive 40-page hardcover book contain, uh, containing uh, previously unreleased photos of Rush. Uh, we'll probably get that. That's pro- that may be my favorite Rush album. Speaking of Rush, I've got these last sets of tickets to give away for the Rush tribute group, Lotus Land. They're going to be playing Saturday, July 18th at the Keswick Theater. Tickets go on sale. Well, they went on sale about 20 minutes ago. You going to go, Sam? Through AXS.com. Um, maybe. It depends. Yeah. So... 
part of the reason I'm going to the doctor today is because my hearing. Oh, the so. tinnitus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you, it's hard to get an appointment. Yep. So, uh, so I don't know. We'll see what the doctor says. All right. Would you ever get hearing aids? Uh, we'll take callers 10, 11, and 12, and I will give you those tickets to on 5263 WMMR. Oh, it's it's an eventuality. I'm going to have to. Do you know what you should get? Sure. One of those large cones that old people in the... Um... <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, but what did you say? Little if horn. It, if yeah. it's that bad, I um, I think it's like eye opening for people who eventually yeah. just do oh, it. Oh, they're amazing. Yeah, but it's a, tinnitus is a little more than just hearing loss. It's pain and these oh, constant sounds yeah. that are going on in your ears. Yeah, okay. it's, it's it can weird. drive people. It can crazy. Yeah, drive nuts. All right. Anyway. Enough about me. That's all I got Muse News. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. Come back in a second. Letter Day Word of Week Prize going to give it away. Stay with us. Ah, springtime is in the air early. As we fantasize of riffs and rock outdoors on the lawn. Get set for MMRBQ 2020. Saturday, May 16th at BB&T Pavilion. Oh, disturbed. Show you the Royal Blood. The Pretty Reckless. Sublime with Rome. The best value in rock. Nine bands for just 50 bucks. Also appearing. Puddle of Mud. Crowbot. Dirty Honey. Mongolian Metalheads. The Who. And Jackson's Local Shots opener. Foxtrot and The Get Down. Saturday, May 16th. BB&T Pavilion. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 9 a.m. from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Good day today. We've had a lot of fun. A lot of cool things have happened. Made memories. Yes. We had uh, first kisses on the program today. It was romantic. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so I want to thank those guys. But real quick, Kathy wanted me to do a shard out. Yes, Kathy. Wow. Wanted me to Never do happens. a shard out. <laughs> this is from Aaron Parker. And this is a really nice one. It says, uh, hey, Kathy, fellow Levittowner here. Neshamany, though. Uh, my name is Aaron Parker, and I'm a deputy with the Bucks County Sheriff's Department. And I would like to give a big, fat, juicy shout out to my sister, Sergeant Aileen Torrente, who was promoted to sergeant on Monday, starts her first shift tonight as such with the Middletown Township Police Department in Bucks Co. And she is the first female sergeant in the police department's history. Wow. And my family and I are so proud of her and want to wish her good luck. It says, thank you, and Delco blows. <laughs> okay. From Aaron Park. <laughs> so there's the shard out. Congra- that's huge. That's that awesome. is big, yeah. Congratulations. That's uh, that's history making. Nice. Yeah, very that's nice. Excellent. Yep. Hey, I just got some news, and I wanted to thank all the MMR listeners out there. Anybody that um, uh, perhaps went to, <coughs> excuse me, uh, phillyhomegarden.com. Oh, I'm sorry, phillyhomegardenshow.com and voted for my succulent design. Did you? Yes. I won. You won. Oh. Apparently by a landslide. Now, I don't necessarily think that's just because mine was the best. Um, You were right. Dave Cruz's sucked. It was terrible, What the right? hell did he, what is that? He just kind of like threw everything. Yeah, they, I, uh, to be honest it, with you, yeah. I, I thought it would be a toss up between you and Matt because Matt's was pretty good too. Matt's yeah. was uh, very subtle, uh, you know, sort of understated. I, I went with like pops of color and stuff like that. But uh, thank you to the MMR listeners. We won, guys. Yeah. We did it. We did it. Oh, we we did did it. it. Maybe you have a future in succulents. Didn't, you didn't even know that, case. I had no clue. Uh, congratulations. Thank you, Hardy. All right. I also want to. That's what I'm saying. I also want to thank Sophie and Brandon for being here. Yeah. 
got their first ever kiss live on the air today, and it was a lot of fun. And I got to thank Kyle, our professional kisser. And Demara, our other professional kisser. Uh, for helping out with that, and our buddy Joe, intern Joe, who brought those very creepy CPR dolls for them to practice on. I think the practice did make uh, the difference. Marissa for adding all the wonderful accompaniment that went along with it, made it look nice and everything, and our musicians Josh, Josh Mustin and Haley Cass for supplying uh, the romantic acoustic music here. And I thought it was really fun. Perfect. It was great. I'm surprised we didn't ask Kyle to sing and get the mood started with that. Well, you can't be kissing and singing at the same time. He was busy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, (laughs) want to thank Paul Mercurio for being Paul's performing at Punchline tonight and tomorrow and Sunday as well. And you go to punchlinephilly.com. Uh, to get the information and the tickets. Pierre Robert is here. Why, hi. Ready to take over for the day. Looks like you survived after having a way long work day yesterday. All in the game, buddy. All in the game. Got to play hurt. Got to play hurt. That's right, man. <laughs> and that's, uh, so I was out, I just went out delivering coffee this morning. You did it again? Own. Just Good for the helmet. Yeah, yeah, I went what to a like trooper. 20 different businesses. God, you started at like 4.30. And uh, I'm still going. Nice, nice. That part wasn't true. Well, we need you to deliver us a letter of the day if you're set for that. I am. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. T as in Tommy. All right, and we'll take caller number three at 215-263-WMMR, but you need to... Know the word of the week in order to win that prize. So, caller number three, you're the one who gets to take a stab at it. Go ahead and give us a call right now, and we'll see if you can uh, get through and make it happen. Uh, so, today, very romantic day. It's Valentine's Day. Very romance. Love between the sheets. Mm. I don't care. <laughs> what were the, what are those like radio shows that uh, at like Delilah's? Or yeah, whatever. that was well, love line. You love line. When, when I well, no those like request love so- shows or whatever. When I when I worked and uh, there was a station and our, our night jock and it was on specific nights they would do night night dedication nighty night dedications. Wow, nighty night yeah. dedications, nighty night dedications, and the jock would talk like that. I wow. Time for yeah. Kelper after dark. <laughs> <laughs> nighty night lovers, are you feeling sick? <laughs> Nighty Night Dedications with your host, Kenny Knight. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, pre- uh, yeah, so did you make Kenny Nighties, or was that just a... No, yeah, we did. We, okay. we yeah. made them. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a promotional item. Kenny Nighties. Yeah, wow. my friend was the one... Remember, we talked, we talked about this not that long ago. Uh, she hooked up with Christopher Knight, who did Between the Sheets. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Between the Sheets. <laughs> yeah, with Cowper. Cowper. Sheets. Let's oh, snuggle up. Well. Get sick. Uh, well, listen. I already um, got a winner on the line. I got. I'm sorry to move this along. This. You got to. You got to go to the doctor. I have a doctor appointment to get yeah, to. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I knew it. Uh, let me go to Stephanie, who's caller number three. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Hi. You sound like you do nighty you night dedications. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, what's the word of the week? It would be robot. Danger, Will Robinson. Yeah. That's Correct, Stephanie. And it's a pretty straight-ahead uh, prize and a wonderful one. We have a $500 Steven Singer gift card for you. Okay, Stephanie? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are welcome, and happy Valentine's Day to you. Thank you. All right, uh, hang on the line. We'll get your information. You can get one of Steven Singer's popular, fully-dipped classic gold roses for Valentine's Day, starting at just $69, only at I Hate Steven Singer. 
Facebook.com. What is on the program today, Pierre? Well, um, by the way, I want to mention our interview with Billy Joe Armstrong is up at WMMR.com. If you want to hear it, it went really nicely. Uh, so uh, we had a nice chat yesterday in the 2 o'clock hour. Uh, we'll have today, because of what you mentioned, Mr. Preston, we will have Valentine's Day songs, as we do every year, Giant Block of Love, and then, uh, to be fair and balanced, some hate songs to go with it. Um, the yin and yang of emotions, yes. Exactly. Yeah. The ups and the downs. The roller coaster, as it were. Uh, one more pair of tickets for Live, the sold-out show at Parks Casino, coming on Thursday. And a meet and greet with the band. We've got those to give away. And uh, your visit with Paul Mercurio, um, a really funny guy, uh, they have given us some tickets to give away for that for the Punchline Show on Sunday. So I have a few pairs of tickets uh, later to give away to that uh, this afternoon. All right. Thank you so much, Pierre. And I want to thank our sponsor today. The, the President Steve Show has been brought to you by Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas where the snow comes first. Don't forget, March 6th, Cardboard Classic. Yeah! Get those tickets or not. You don't have to have a ticket, but come out and join us for it. Make your plans. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself an awesome weekend, gang. And a great Valentine's Day. And we'll see you later. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Hey, baby. Happy Valentine's Day. Do you give me anything? I don't know if I got you anything. Oh, this is the wrong goddamn number. Next message. February 14th, 2020. Your first kiss. Beautiful moment. February 14th, 2021. Butt stuff. Next message. Happy Valentine's Day. I really appreciate getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning and getting the kids all off and ready for school and all that. Going into the bedroom and finding my husband in there. Glad you're good this morning, love. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.